welcome. This is the Arcology Lone Star Actual Play Podcast. I'm Vox. Today, Nina and Holmes team up to go undercover. Will they discover answers or just more questions? All right. Everybody all set up? Yep. Yep. I hope so. Okay. I'm a bit fuzzy on exactly where we left off. Well, we had about 50 karma to spend. Yeah. I was just through my eighth uh, initiation. <laughs> right. I just got the Delta Grade Cyberware. Let's see, you've got the Brony Romp Firehouse Club. You have a dog now. Bucky. Yeah, we do have a dog. <laughs> we'll nice ice truck. cream truck. Oh, that's right, we do have an ice cream truck. I'm an ice cream man. That should be Billy Joe's new, Joe's new call sign, ice cream man. I like it. All your flavors and push-ups, too. I think I was supposed to meet some dudes at a taco place to get uh, eaten by vampires tonight. Or, I mean, you know, meet people who are night folk and like high-essence folk. You're about to be sold into slavery, Nina. Yeah, probably. Your brother. That's right, you had a meet plans to, with, uh, with um, uh, taco. Yeah, I wasn't good enough. Darn it. Yeah, too much cyberware. I got a full point of essence left. <laughs> Purity. <laughs> it's overrated. Depends on my character. So if I understand this operation, we're sending the least skilled person at undercover work to penetrate the organization, which is our only lead, into the people that are basically destroying the company and people they work for. The yep, only yep. people that are keeping the entire population of Dallas-Fort Worth safe from anarchy. Yep. No pressure. So, uh, Nina, how are you uh, equipping yourself before going into this uh, death trap? I'm pretty sure I bought a different pistol. And having a pistol on you isn't uh, odd, as far as I know, for certain parts of town. Other than that, I just got me. I'm a pretty lethal weapon in my own right. Right, What other equipment are you taking? Or is that it? Well, Holmes, I believe you are an expert in disguise. Perhaps you can assist Nina in whatever she needs to be prepared for this. Absolutely, we can give her a makeover. I don't need a makeover. They're seeing me come in. They they wanted me to come in, so... I mean, I shouldn't change, but as far as, like, hiding stuff on my person... Of course, as soon as they try anything with me that they tried with uh, Garrett, that spell, it's uh, it's probably going to work. But I don't know the spell went off. Well, perhaps Detective Holmes has some advice. Refresh my memory. What spell was that that we, uh, that we perceived? Or... Well, I, the problem is I don't think anyone perceived it. I think uh, Garrett just got to roll his uh, willpower versus a spell, and it didn't take. So nobody saw it. We just know out of game what happened. I believe we have surveillance recording, possibly, where he talked yeah. about that he couldn't do something to Garrett. Right. Oh, okay. Good. We know the opposition have mages that summon spirits and rape your mind. Yep. How do we deal with that? Well, I know so there's... we're sure we want to send her in? The only people that were there were me and Garrett, and they asked for me. We can operate on the assumption that 
this gets us the opportunity for Nina to get close and to get some of the major players in, but that this will not be an extended undercover operation. It will only allow us to put these people in place and that we will then have the opportunity to take them down and capture them. So let's talk about worst case scenario and what our plan for that will be. Probably involve a lot of gunfire. Do we want to pull in any additional units to be staged nearby, just in case? I think that's a good idea in any case, but let's walk through the plan. What's the plan, team? Assuming that they just want to talk? Yeah, it's, I'd say part of it needs to be let them make their offer and uh, pitch to her. I say she goes in kind of like, all right, what do you kind of you, uh, I'll be the, you want for something? I'll be the messenger. You know, I'll take your request, but I don't make the decisions, which is completely true. So we can operate under that assumption, but let's also assume that they want her specifically because she's an adept and assume that in, 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 in their thought, no means yes, and yes means, you know, yes. Maybe. I mean, if we're, if we're considering that these guys might be doing the mind mojo. Um, there's a very good possibility that they just puppet her the minute she walks in the door. Well, they didn't try to puppet Garrett into agreeing to anything. They just wanted to know what he knew, if I understand that spell correctly. Right. And if they do the same to you, depending on how deeply they dig, they're going to know a lot. Yep. When you are recruiting for your treasonous blood cultist gang, you aren't necessarily going to be looking for people that you puppet, because you can just puppet anyone at any time you need. You do need intelligent, smart people that are you are recruiting to your side. Plus, they have to make the purity test. So my assumption is that they want Nina because they, she meets some basic criteria, and then they're trying to get her in. Now, the problem, as far as I see it, is I don't think Nina and the situation lends itself to any extended deep cover. No. Oh, no. Here's a thought, at least just for this meeting. Um, Nina is go treat this like any other meet with a Johnson. It would be stupid for Nina necessarily to go in without some kind of backup. And in this case, maybe someone on the magical. Just say, yeah, this is just an associate who's with me to, because I don't know you. I don't trust, I, I don't know if I can trust you right now, just like you don't know you can trust me. So walking the lion's den would be kind of stupid. Maybe get Holmes to kind of act as a escort until they become more chummier. That way maybe he can sort of help offset this a little bit. And who knows? If we and be, be, dangle him as a carrot as well, maybe they'll bite on saying, hmm, sh maybe this might be someone else. Yeah, exactly. I like that idea. I mean, the worst they can say is no. Yeah, exactly. I mean, come on. If they're professionals, they're going to understand and maybe even respect the fact that you're not going to go in there blind and, you know, by yourself and, you know, act stupid. Guys, that sounds good. So, what's our mission objective? Get to know. See what their offer is, see what they might want, and go from there. We should do contingency plans, because this meet from their end could be just as much of them 
scoping Nina and you out with whatever they, whatever mojo they can do. I suggest, uh, since we know they're going to be here, if things go south and we have to engage, there's a chance they might run back to uh, a safe house or maybe even back to their big bosses to explain what's going on. I say our plan B is to get someone in a position, Billy Joe, to either tag whatever vehicles or to maybe tail them with a bunch of us, you know, kind of backing him up as support or just in the general area in case things break out at the meet that we can, you know, try to pull Holmes and Nina out. So the operation is to establish contact and once contact is established, then to maintain contact and extend surveillance on the people that we contact. Exactly. Yeah. So we need some way to tag or mark those people so that they can be tracked after they, uh, they leave Nina's presence, yes? Yep. And probably extras for anyone else that shows up that looks to be of interest. Yep. To me, there's no such thing as an RFID bullet. So I could come really Just handy. thinking the same thing. I have one, don't you? RFID no, no. bullet? You can get all kinds of stuff. You can get paint bullets with radioactive dye you can trace. You can get uh, gel rounds and stick some RFID tags in it. All kinds of stuff. I think we should get some of that. Uh, Nina, if you don't mind, can I borrow your sniper rifle? Hmm. Yeah. Crickets. Crickets. I'll take good care of it. I'll clean it for you when I'm done. And that, now this is this is Claudia, not Ludmilla. You gotta understand. Gotcha. She gives you the eye. Okay, I'm trusting you. Don't worry, it'll be fine. She won't get a scratch. <laughs> I'm assuming we're gonna need to give them some space on the astral since they're magically adept. But uh, could we send in a small drone with her? Do you think that would be reasonable? There's already drones in there. Well, assuming they don't just hang around in the lobby of the restaurant. Absolutely. Maybe hitch a ride on Nina and then uh, hop off and uh, duck for cover when whenever they get someplace new, just in case they scan her for bugs. Yeah, we could do that. Maybe you got a, like a fly spy drone that would work well for that, or a shiwase kanmushi. We got some fly spies. Um, so we can get stealth tag tracker rounds or security tag tracker rounds or both that you can use to tag things, especially vehicles. You can also get all of those tags individually and just stick them on stuff. Can a drone, uh, Cliff, can a drone deploy those? Um, I'm going to say, for the most part, no. They don't really have the um, proper apparatus to like set them down. I suppose you could, you might be able to jury-rig something if you're handy with uh, stuff. Something where you can... um. Maybe have like a little thing that would hold the tag and then you trigger it and it drops it off. But uh, as far as the stock drone goes, not really. It doesn't have hands. Hey Cliff, I don't remember. Is this a kind of, is this a neighborhood where we're going to be doing this meetup? Is this the kind of neighborhood where Lone Star Patrol would be out of the ordinary? Um, fairly out of the ordinary. Not completely unheard of. It's past Arlington, uh, pretty close to Fort Worth. It's on the west edge of Arlington, basically. I think like Touristville... Uh, in the Barrens. Yeah, Seattle. yeah. Just maybe not quite as touristy. Okay, so we can deliver tags either by shooting people, which usually is pretty obvious. You can shoot vehicles, though. Uh, you can just walk up and lay one on. 
uh, sticky. Uh, we can use a drone possibly deliver, but that's not that easy to do. Besides, most of the micro drones that we could use could probably use use a surveillance devices and trackers on their own because uh, we can just drop a fly spy in the vehicle pretty easily. Or you can use spirits to deliver some of these things because they could materialize and attach things underneath of a vehicle. Um, but we're going to have to run a surveillance op. I have another question for the team. We can make this an official op, which means that we can get back up and keep the area clear of any accidental stuff. When we do that, there's a potential for um, news of a operation to leak out, but we'll have backup readily available. Uh, the other way is we can just do it where we're it. We're the only team. Well, here's a question. Maybe we could split the difference. If, I don't know, we haven't had a chance to really build any relationships with some, actually, I got a better idea on that. Um, I've got a contact who's a beat cop. Maybe I can kind of just say, hey, look, uh, look, man, I need to kind of might need your possibility for you to be in the, this area, say around this time and just kind of be hanging out if you get my meaning. That way we don't necessarily have to put it on the books, but since it's my contact, it's someone I know I can trust and, you know, most likely his partner. I like the idea of there being a uh, low presence. I guess that's not really the right word, but... A casual presence. Yeah. You know, you know don't want to look like that, you know, there's something going on because suddenly, you know, officers have been assigned in this area. But if we can just kind of casually put the, you know word out to people we could kind of trust and say, hey, maybe if you could just kind of maybe reroute some officers to this section, you know, like to a dispatcher or somebody we might know, or to uh, my aforementioned contacts, like, yeah, maybe on this certain time, if you could uh, get a cup of coffee and just kind of hang out here, you know, that, you know, it wouldn't be so big of a presence, but at least we have a few more extra hands and, you know, meaning guns nearby. I'm afraid it'll be easy to spook these guys, particularly since will be uh, bringing in another body that they are probably not familiar with. Although I think they, I don't know how good their memories are, and I don't remember who exactly came across you guys, but I seem to remember Holmes and Garrett meeting up with these guys once a while ago. It wasn't the dude from inside the shop, but it was some other guys. Wasn't there a well, ghoul attack or something? Yeah, Holmes yeah. was uh, lurking around outside the place in his uh, hobo getup. Yeah, so he just ditches the hobo get-up and maybe gets another one. Yeah. Okay. But while I like the idea of SWAT being nearby, um, I'm afraid that'll uh, be guaranteed to spook them. I mean, these guys aren't stupid. Yeah, we don't know exactly how some of this information and stuff is kind of getting out. I mean, we don't know if there is a leak, if these, what these guys might have uh, contacts with or in. So, you know, kind of keeping it off the books and keeping a tight leash on this would probably be a better option. All right, so how are you proceeding? Well, first, I think home probably a good idea for Holmes to uh, put on some new clothes. Do I smell that bad already? Well, metaphorically speaking, but, you know, you do tend to get a little distracted with stuff like that. Sometimes hygiene does kind of uh, suffer. <laughs> All right, so what, what flavor am I going for here? I say homeboy. Think of uh, Big D. You know, I'm I was Big D's girl going in there, so you got to be... Someone Big D would hang out with, I guess. I don't even know what Big D looked like, so... <laughs> Garrett is Big D. Yeah, me, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I, did, I was just in civvies. That's it. Okay. Do do we know where this meet is going to be and what it looks like, or do you guys have to like get back in touch with them and establish that? I think I'm supposed to get back to the restaurant at a certain time, right? Yep. Yeah, in a couple hours, actually. That's all we know. Right, okay. Well, you know, I can ch- I can change into you know just regular civilian attire, and uh, let's make sure we bring along the new canine unit just in case. Puppy. It'd be oh, good wait, on the it- job training for Buckner. <laughs> Great. So, is Buckner going to be uh, Bucky's official handler, or does anybody else here have, or should in the future, take animal handling? I was actually planning on taking that since I got a pretty high charisma. Okay. Can we really trust you with the dog, though? So Buckner's your gopher and Bucky's your pet. They're both really my pets. <laughs> <laughs> I held that door wide open for you. <laughs> okay, so we're going to gear gear up for major contact and surveillance on, right? Yep. Uh, I cannot be in the vicinity because I was made when I was there, so I can't you know, be within a few blocks. Obviously, I'll be nearby in sport. I suggest Buckner and I kind of team up and monitor and run the op from some location nearby. I'd also see if I can get uh, an unmarked from the garage so I can uh, be closer by because I don't want to keep putting my personal vehicle out there. Eventually, someone's going to put two and two together. I could find a spot closer by so I could, you know, immediately support Well, you're going to need to get in range so you can tag or mark any vehicles that need to be marked. No, that's true. So for those of you... Oh, go ahead. What time of day are we doing this meet at? It's in two hours, which is what time, Cliff? It's in the evening, um, after dark. Yeah, they're too late. They're night people, they said. I can be ready and uh, waiting with a spirit on call for, for astral backup. Um, if you've got a way to, to signal us that you need somebody quick. I'm not really sure how we'd do that. Are we going to try and be, have our TAC neck run, uh, our P, whatever, the PTAC, or yeah. whatever it is we call it now? Actually, we could do something uh, a little more simpler. If we've already got surveillance drones in the area, they're going to be listening on a conversation. Um, I say give Nina and Holmes a code phrase. Basically, when they, if they get the sign, either a takedown phrase. So if either something's going to go wrong or they want us to come storm in the building, they they simply say it. We get you know we get in a position and then we move. That's good. I was just going to ask when can I start punching people. So we have a couple operational safe words. What are they? And don't choose taco. <laughs> <laughs> Chimichunga. No. <laughs> ten tacos. I, I need ten tacos now. Chinchilla. Chinchilla. <laughs> What the hell is that from? Jackie Chan Adventures oh, yeah, reference. Right. <laughs> oh, that's so that's a chinchilla. A fly. <laughs> How about this? Bedtime. As in, you know, this has been fun or something like that, but you know, it's starting to get way past, or it's starting to get close yeah. to my bedtime. Looks good to me. So bedtime means storm the castle and uh, take everybody down? So what means yep. uh, we need more surveillance, or we need surveillance, or, well, is that all in the same? It's all in or nothing? Uh, let's use bedtime for the, oh shit, you know, come in quickly. Um, okay. How about we use something uh, to keep an eye on these people? It's like, you know, an offhand comment is like, 
yeah, well, this sounds great, but you know, I, I might have another date to go to, or you know, or hitting the clubs or something along those lines. I don't know. How about, uh, mention a, how about mention a color? If you mention a color when you're talking to somebody, then that person's keyed up for extra surveillance. That, that way, if you need to do it for multiple people, it won't be as obvious. Yeah, there you go. Okay. You could even go go so far as to say if someone's like wearing, say, a red shirt, you know, mention that color, and boom, we know. Keep an eye on them. Yeah. All right. Uh, so what electronics are the people going in going to be having on them? Well, I'm taking my pistol. I'm taking a comm link for sure. I'm not comfortable taking the uh, tech net. Well, you don't take the tech net. The tech well, net's built into Billy's um, okay. uh, thing. You can be under that umbrella, but if somebody does hack your comm link, they'll then get marks on the whole PTAC network, which, which will probably reveal you. Well, that's a danger yep. whenever, so... Yeah, keep yours as... disengaged. Okay. Ooh, follow up. If uh, if they take down Jam or otherwise destroy all of our surveillance, do we go in immediately, or do we just leave it up to Nina to handle itself? That's a very good question. Um, and if things do suddenly go down, do we want to try to come up with an alternate signal? I mean, I'll probably have eyes on the entire time using through the scope of the sniper rifle. I, I don't know. I'm fully expecting that we're going to be taken backstairs in a kitchen or down in a basement or something. That's very true, too. Well, here's the choice. We can I got an Nina. idea. Okay. Oh, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you, but is there, what about a spirit courier? That's presuming you know, they would allow something like that in there, if they've already got spirits. Hey, we're the star. The operation is not a failure if we capture some of the bad guys. Yeah. So the assuming... Case, oh, sorry. Just assuming we do get jammed then, we just... The cavalry comes running? It's not the jamming. It's we lose contact with Nina. We are going in and getting her. Okay. So, worst case scenario, they walk in, they say, all right, let's, uh, let's go back into the kitchen here and chat, and they walk back, hit a jammer, all our stuff goes dark, we crash the party immediately. Yes? Right, and our mission becomes we scoop up whoever we can. Yeah, grab him down, t- you know, shake him down later. Works for me. So everybody that's running is a target, and we take him down. Absolutely, and this is why. We've already lost Maddie and most of the HQ staff with these risks. We're it. We're the last team. If it makes it harder, that's going to be tougher, but we're the only team that's going to find these bad guys. Works for me. You know, my heart just got a little bit bigger just now, LT. Just saying. All right, so any other last preparations before you go ahead and do the meet? A um, few things on my end. I'm going to, like I said, borrow Nina's uh, rifle. I'm going to get a... It's like a... I'm going to get one magazine, uh, or at least, I'm sorry, five rounds of the RFID bullets. I'm also going to keep one uh, some APDS rounds handy, just in case I need to swap out. Although if it goes that way, I'll probably just switch to my regular weapon. Um, also, I'm going to requisition uh, basically a baklava, just something I can kind of put over my face to kind of hide my identity. So, you know, just small touches like that. And So you're probably, smothering your face with honey? Not yeah. baklava. Jeez, <laughs> man. Balaclava. <laughs> Sorry, I, well, I couldn't more, resist. Actually, that'd be more of a that'd be more of a Greek pastry, but you know, I am kind of hungry. 
but I am more of a donut man. It's a cop thing. <laughs> so Cover yeah, my face with baklava. <laughs> yummy. <laughs> so yeah, and I'll find a shady spot and just be ready. Just that way, at a glance, at least they won't be able to, you know, notice it's me because, you know, they've seen me quite a bit. And well, who knows? Maybe I might be able to milk my uh, quote unquote other identity in the future. I would also like to uh, load up my new Ares Light Fire with those RFID uh, bullets. All right, you have a choice between uh, security or stealth tags. Stealth tags. Now, remember, if you use those, you are actually just you are shooting things with it. It's not the same as going up and actually just applying right. a stealth tag to something. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's basically for you know when the drag hits a fan. How's your palming skill? Can you steal somebody's gun and load a stealth tag into it? Uh, I don't have a palming skill, but I'm got a decent agility. Uh, we can all just here's handfuls of stealth tags that you can just sprinkle over things or whatever. <laughs> stealth tags for everyone. Yeah, it's not like Lone Star doesn't have a lot of them. Yeah, I suppose if they're putting them in colas and stuff, then... Maybe that's why the machine... Never mind. Don't even. (laughs) So I'm trying to decide whether I want to be uh, on location in one of our vehicles or back at HQ on a uh, a comfy bed waiting for the emergency call to come in uh, by Astral. Actually, on-site would probably be better. So what sort of vehicles are we going to have there? You can hang out with me in the unmarked. Okay. All right, and uh, so Nina and Holmes, what vehicle are you taking? Let me look and make sure I know if I have a if I have one. I Actually, I thought we were just one. we were just a few blocks away from uh, from all this stuff, and I imagine uh, Garrett and I got picked up at some point, and we had this planning session. We could probably just be dropped off a number of blocks away and walk. All right. I don't have a car. Um, and are the rest of you then going to be in the ice cream truck? I am. Jones I agree if I'm, if I'm showing up to kind of escort uh, Nina along, then I'd show up in a taxi or somehow get to her location. But not a Johnny Cab. Definitely not a Johnny Cab. <laughs> well, hell, then why don't we just have the taxi drop us both off together? That works for me. Okay. Anything else you wanted to do before carrying out the operation? Quick question. When someone casts a spell and it doesn't go off due to spell defense, is the caster aware of this? Or is it just get resisted, regardless of the circumstances? I don't think spell defense is visible, really. Okay. I I would argue that if you're casting a spell and all of a sudden it doesn't have the desired effect, you would feel the disruption of the mana that you used to enact that, you know. I mean, because if you're yeah, going to Could you tell the difference between that and just somebody resisting your spell, though? I, I don't see why they would, unless... Uh, I could see it happening if you said there was an A-sensing test at the same time. That I could see. Yeah, maybe if they were asked yeah. receiving. I always uh, felt like because it's an active resistance against it, it would be a different feel than somebody's, you know, passively resisting it, but... There's nothing in the books that I've seen to, to call it either way. Yeah, I'm just going to make the call and say that unless someone's actively sensing, they're not likely to be able to differentiate, differentiate spell defense versus just someone resisting the spell with their raw willpower or whatever. Uh, uh, unless is it's the a very visible spell. So, like, if say if somebody acid streams you and a bunch of spell defense dice help you get out of the way, then 
there's actually the acid stream is being stopped in the air, basically. So it shall be written, so it shall be done. Is the ice cream truck going? Where's Billy Joe? Yeah, I could be, like, uh, maybe around the block or something. That way I'll have the rotor drones and the uh, steel links ready to for backup. Yeah, make sure you get some ice cream this time. <laughs> I had ice cream last time. Get more. And better get flavors, more. man. Yeah. I'm going to summon up uh, Julian Harley to help us out on this, my old partner, at 4-6. Uh, all right. Make sure you get some drumsticks. I totally want one of those when I come back, all right? Gotcha. He only gets one right on. to resist being summoned. Okay, team, do we want Buckner involved in up? I'd almost have Buckner in the van as well. I mean, you've got a big vehicle and everything like that. You know, three people, you know, three metahumans and a dog inside a car might kind of attract some attention. All right, so I would Buckner. absolutely love Buckner to come along. Don't forget to load up the, uh, the thing with uh, plenty of ice cream and change for all the kids. And Buckner can be the one to uh, deliver this all because he would totally dig that, I'm sure. He's hardwired to help. Yeah. Okay, so you load up on ice cream treats and get some change, and uh, Buckner and Bucky come on out and mount up in the ice cream truck as well. And besides, be nice for the kids. Oh, look at the puppies. <laughs> and, you know, I don't recall exactly what time they had said to come by, so I'm just going to say about 9 o'clock. Right. So it's after the initial dinner rush, but before the bar crowd typically comes out. Uh, you've got the ice cream truck parked how far away? Two blocks. All right, and then we've got uh, Garrett uh, with um, with Voss in uh, an unmarked car. Where? Um, probably about somewhere, probably between about 100 meters away. Someplace we can re respond quickly, but we're not like right there. I can do watch through the scope. Okay, there's a strip mall nearby. That'll work. All right, and then we've got um, Nina and uh, Holmes riding in a cab. Yep. Billy Bob cab. This is the CAS. Yes. Does that make the cab something different? Johnny Reb cab. Yep. <laughs> yes. Johnny Reb cab. Johnny Rebel cab. <laughs> Thank you for driving Johnny Reb cab. Yeehaw! Oh, dear God. It's got the, the stripes. And a single star. Aren't you guys banned from using those now? <laughs> Not me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'll be on my time. All right, so, yep, you pull up to El Rancho del Taco. Uh, there's a, a couple of families uh, leaving out the front door as you, as you pull up and get out of the cab. You go inside. The, um, there's a few people who are finishing up their meals. The bar area where you've met Taco previously... There's a sign up that says closed for cleaning. All right. And uh, as you walk in uh, before too far, uh, looks like the, uh, the hostess notices you and seems to move forward a bit. And then she's uh, um, tapped on the shoulder by a uh, young Hispanic gentleman with um, short, uh, short dark hair and uh, he's wearing sunglasses indoors. Just a point. I think the does Billy Joe still have a drone inside the taco restaurant? Two of yes. them. Yep, two of them. They're pretty well concealed. Cool. And Billy Joe, you can see that in the room there, there are, there are some people that are doing some cleaning up of the bar area, and there's a small eating area past the bar where um, Taco has his spot. Looks like he's got a big old plate of nachos, and uh, standing near him is another um, young, well-built Hispanic guy. 
Also with sunglasses. Lovely. You can do it, Nina. I have great faith in you. Go. Uh, uh, While we're getting set up... Uh, while we're getting set up, I want to go through the logs of those two drones that I have, uh, you know, stealthily hidden there and see if they talk about uh, what's going to be coming up or can't wait for this new girl to get here so we can take her down and sell her to the, uh, you know, <laughs> Norandios. All right. So you're kind of looking that over as this is going on. Um, give me a, um, I'll just call it a perception check. Okay. Uh, Nina's going to have... Three, I've got three hits to uh, support Nina in whatever her next dice roll is going to be. Excellent. I got one, two, four hits on the perception. Okay. Um, there's um, some talking in Spanish here and there, and uh, they don't seem to be discussing uh, Nina. Okay. As far as you can tell. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Nina, don't forget, as far as that... Um, Assist goes, that's like a teamwork test, so that only works up to the number of ranks you have in whatever you're trying. So it's not going to work for Khan, then? Or anything that you're defaulting on. Alrighty. Alright, yeah, he uh, approaches and uh, uh, approaches you and uh, uh, says something in Spanish. Do you understand? Uh, a little bit. i got a skill of seven. Oh, go ahead and roll it. you want me to roll that as well? Sure. I'm sorry, I don't know where the library is. Why do you ask? Donde es la biblioteca? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I got two hits. El biblioteca. <laughs> I will take your word for it. I got three hits. Okay. Yeah, both of you understand. Uh, uh, welcome. You're here for the private party? Yep. And uh, he continues in Spanish. And who is this with you? This is my partner. Big D thought I needed some backup since I don't know you guys. I thought he was right. Hmm. going to pause this for a moment. And then nods. Well, come on back then. All right. And he leads you into the bar area. As you guys walk back, uh, the couple uh, looks like uh, servers who are doing some cleaning um, make themselves scarce. Can I do some quick astral perception to see if uh, there's any mojo going down? Uh, Sure, you shift to astral perception and, uh, well, just give me a a quick sensing test. One moment. Two hits. Okay, um, yeah, there are two rather large black cats in astral space nearby. It looks like uh, Taco is also actively um, perceiving, and he uh, definitely notices you, and uh, the cats are watching you very closely. And he's going to be sensing you. Do you have any masking of any kind you're trying to use? No. Okay, yep, and you can tell that he's magically active. Um, What's your magic rating? Magic rating is six. Okay, uh, pretty comparable in power to you. Maybe a little bit more. Okay, do I, recognize, do I recognize the cats as spirits or as dual-natured something or other? Oh, you recognize the cats are not present in the physical planes. They're definitely spirits gotcha. of some kind. Okay. Probably beast spirits. Yeah, and you can tell he's magically active, full essence, as are as is the guy who's hanging out near him and the guy who's leading you, you guys into the room. Okay, uh, so it looks like a wizard gang. Yep, all, all three of them are magically active. The only ones who, the ones who, one who is perceiving is Taco. He uh, takes a, uh, picks up a big old nacho, dripping with uh, ground beef and um, cheese and sour cream, and uh, takes a bite. Great, now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And uh, you're you're invited to approach. I approach. Incline my head a little bit in greeting. 
Taco sort of wipes off his mouth with a napkin and sits down, looks you over, and uh, yeah, he's quite fat. So that's why he never leaves. He can't get himself out of the bench. He's permanently stuck in Del Taco. <laughs> nice of them to feed him. He, he probably weighs a good 350, 400 pounds. Right on. And he's and, like 5'5", uh, five, five, right? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, lo- looks you both over. He's he's got this um uh bit of a bit of a kind of a mullet like hairdo, kind of wavy hanging down the back, but uh cropped short in the the uh top and front. A little bit of a, a mustache that's trying to be a mustache and not quite succeeding. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, gross. <laughs> Is anyone else looks- thinking Paco the Hut? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he uh, clears his throat and says in a, a gruff voice in Spanish. So you've come, and you've brought someone else. Yeah, I brought a friend. I give him a wave. You'll both do. You're looking for work, yes? Yeah. And tell me, what are your affiliations? Well, you met Big D. I got some friends up in Seattle. I shrug. Gangs, syndicates, political ties, corporations. No, they're not affiliated. Prefer not to be attached. Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, if you want some work done, uh, we could use some extra help. The uh, thing is, so, uh, um, we'll need to make sure you can be trusted. So let's call this a, this a trial run, shall we? Okay. I kind of give a shrug. Uh, of course, I wouldn't ask you to do work without pay. But uh, I'd say for tonight, thousand million each. There's definitely more money in, in working for us if things go well. Works for me. Sounds like light lifting, so, uh, yeah, I guess we can start here. All right. Our, uh, we're in the middle of, uh, some operations with a, uh, client. Uh, they're ongoing, and, um, they've been tied to some rather, um, uh, some events that have, have gained some unwanted attention from the authorities. Uh, I've reason to believe we're being watched fairly closely, though I can't quite see the source. Kind of looks around, almost looks directly at where the drone is. Oh shit! And looks past it. Kind of quirk an eyebrow and look where he was looking. Yeah. Well, maybe it's just my uh, my uh, careful, cautious nature, but I don't like to take chances. And there's there's an important delivery coming tonight. We can't involve any of our usual vehicles for this, so uh, it's it's fortunate an outsider has come looking to do some work. I'll need you to acquire a vehicle with sufficient cargo space. You know, anything uh, the size of a pickup or larger should do. Uh, Acquire it with whatever means you you like. Uh, Drive to a location. Instruction will be provided while you are en route. Um, Make a pickup and uh, make a delivery back in in town. Uh, I'll be sending uh, Paco and uh, Jose here. He gestures to the two other gentlemen in the room. They'll be tailing you and providing you with instructions as needed. But we'll, uh, they'll be able to run some interference if necessary. Uh, they'll be observing things to make sure that you aren't followed. And uh, they can intervene if necessary. But this is uh, certainly a last resort. So, so our, uh, our pickup, are we going to be in uh, unfriendly territory or still on your guys' turf? You'll be going outside the city. So what do you expect them to have to intervene for? I don't know. Hopefully nothing. They'll be watching for a tail. Uh, who knows, a vehicle driving around. There's, is there dangerous times? Perhaps other gangers? 
Um, you won't look like you're affiliated with us, so you might fall prey. Though we'd like you to see if you can handle any more local low-profile disputes. But when it comes down to it, uh, we need to make sure this uh, delivery goes down. This uh, client is, is, well, his operation needs to be successful. Therefore, we need to be successful. Therefore, you need to be successful. So as far as what we're picking up, I mean, can I get some idea of what we're hauling so I know whether the, you know, I don't know, avoid any cop cars I see or anything like that? Crates of highly illegal contraband. Okay, then. None of this is, uh... Explosive, is it? Because we did some work sometime with a uh, little nitroglycerin, and I wasn't told what it was, and that didn't work out so well. So we don't need to worry about that, do we? Yeah, there should be nothing especially volatile. I wouldn't go uh, trying this... to drive through an airport security system, though. Fair enough. And is this fragile, or can it take a little bump here and dump here? It's likely quite rugged. Fair enough. I think we're good. Yeah. Good. Uh, the pickup is at 11 p.m. tonight. Go acquire your vehicle. Um, I'll have uh, Paco and, and uh, Jose here uh, can go with. But like I said, they'll be keeping their distance, but they'll be in communication. Make sure to trade common information with them. Do Paco and Jose have uh, any, any clothing on them that is particularly uh, out of the ordinary that I could call attention to? And slip in a, hey, surveillance guys, you know, he's got a wonderful blue shirt. Where'd you get that from? It'd go great with my wardrobe kind of hint hint. They're wearing uh, kind of darkish gray suits. So we're pretty underdressed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Paco's wearing an uh, undersized t-shirt that's a bit messy. And it looks like some sweatpants. Lovely. That are having a bad day. So uh, I'll, I'll throw out there something along the lines of, are these guys going to change out of their uh, their grimy gray suits into something else, or are we going to have to worry about them sticking out like a sore thumb? Kind of look to each other, um, and uh, Taco says they'll be wearing jackets. We'll make sure to uh, keep an eye on that guy. And as I said, they'll be keeping their distance. Okay. Give them the thumbs up. I guess we'll let ourselves out then. All right. Take it we've got the addresses, that sort of thing. Nope. Uh, make sure to let Paco and Jose know once you've acquired your, uh, ride, um, or do you already have one you can use? Instructions on route. And, uh, once you have your vehicle at the ready, um, I'd suggest collecting it within the next half hour, 45 minutes. Let Paco and Jose know, and they'll let you know where you're going next. Alrighty. And, uh, about this time, uh, looks like, uh, about a handful of, uh, um, Gangers with uh, chicks with pink mohawks have approached the ice cream truck. <laughs> cool. Son of a bitch. That ice cream truck is going to get us fragged. <laughs> or profit. And they start barking <laughs> on the window. Hey! I need a taco taco stat! Hey, guys, what's going on? Ready for some ice cream? Hell yeah. Haven't seen you, you, you uh, stop through here before. I just kind of wander around and stop where there's, looks like I make a little uh, Nuyen, you know? All right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I have a Choco, Choco Taco, uh, two ice cream sandwiches, and they order a bunch of ice cream. Excellent. Super Nukem Bomb Pop. <laughs> yep, and uh, yeah, the, the one who has the pink mohawk but also has uh, pigtails on either side of it uh, orders the Super Nukem Bomb Pop. 
Nice. And uh, as they start walking away, one of them uh, takes out a spray can and sprays a uh, sprays a, a, a tag on the side of the ice cream truck. Because it's just that mm. kind of neighborhood. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if I find that acceptable or not. No, no, I'm it's the- good. It's urban camouflage. It looks like we belong here now. Ah, okay, yeah, it's acceptable <laughs> then. More like I think they just marked this van as "quote unquote" their territory. Lovely. Looks like a Buckner's going to be scrubbing that off with turpentine later tonight. <laughs> okay, we need to commandeer a vehicle with an audience. So I figure since we're in kind of like the uh, the Cavs version of uh, Touristville, let's just go uh, boost us one. Okay. So talk to someone and give it over, right? Yeah, I was going to say let's assume we've uh, left the building and gotten to a. Uh, a more secure environment before uh, we call it the LT and see if we have approval to use our mind mojo to acquire a, someone's vehicle. I mean, it is in the national interest. <laughs> We're doing it for our country. Any uh, unregistered vehicle does not deserve the protection of the star. I think he said yes. Yeah, that's what I heard. He said yes. <laughs> so I guess we're going to be uh, running plates to Buckner and having him... Uh, I guess do a plate check to see what's registered and what's not until we find something. All right, um, go ahead and give me an edge test. Uh, he says to the guy that had to burn a point of edge recently. No hits. Are Nina and Holmes, do they have a uh, escort with them now? Or are they expected to return and then they'll get an escort? There's nobody directly following them now. No, uh, any well, of I, you, think... I believe um, um, got a, Garrett has a view of the... Uh, the um, restaurant, and he sees looks like Paco and Jose have come out, and uh, they're wearing uh, kind of biker-looking armor jackets and donning helmets and uh, hopping on some nearby uh, Harley Scorpions. Hey, so I've got fun news. I glitched an edge test. Yay! And I got no hits. So did you glitch or critical glitch? Just a regular glitch. I got a one and a six. Okay. So, yeah, you do find a vehicle that... Wait, you got a one and a six? Yeah. yeah it's not actually a glitch. More than half is a, is a, is a glitch. So on two okay, dice, cool. you can only critically glitch. Gotcha. Um, so uh, you guys managed to find, uh, looks like there's a big old, um, big old SUV uh, parked uh, right near um, the, um, the equivalent of like a family dollar type uh, uh, store nearby. Actually on the end of the strip here. mall. I want to have Buckner uh, run the, well, I guess, it's, since it's not registered meets our criteria, I can't get a picture of the person. Right. We could be waiting here for a while for somebody to just come back to their car. Uh, I'm going to give it a real hard kick and see if there's an alarm that goes off. <laughs> okay, okay uh, there's no alarm. All right. Um, would a hardware test get me uh, possibly past the door? I think a locksmith should go, too. I'd be a locksmith, actually. I'm on it. Use Cover hardware me. to try to get it started. So I'm gonna uh, try to hide in his shadow. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, give me a locksmith test, and uh, also give me a uh, sneaking roll. Locksmith test was two hits. Sneaking is one, two, three, four, five, six hits. Okay, right, it's a physical skill, so it's five. All right. Um, so it's taking you some time to kind of get at the. Hey, lock. are one the of these easy. her first die roll? <laughs> the um, locksmith skill was, yes. Oh, yeah. Ha, ha, nice. extra, uh, up to four more dice. Thanks for the reminder. Uh, it was only three. 
Oh, up to three more dice. Bah! No more hits. It's taken a while to kind of get at the, uh, the pry open to get at the guts of the lock. Uh, it's an extended test, so take a die away and uh, try again. And uh, you don't have to make another stealth test. Well, that's much better. Uh, four hits this time. All right, you got a total of six. You, you got the casing open. Okay. Now, um, this is a new locksmith test. Your dice pool resets. Um, make another test. Screw it. I'm going to edge that. I don't want to be out here all night. One, two, three, four, five hits. Six hits. Five, because it's physical. Okay, yeah, it just takes you a few more seconds to, to pop the lock open and get in. Now make a hardware test to get the vehicle started. Three hits. All right, you're starting to get to work on it. Take a die away and keep going. Three more hits. All right, you got the uh, truck started up. Let's get out of here. About that time, you see there's a uh, big old orc with a couple of uh, couple of grocery bags full of stuff. Um, starts walking out and uh, walking towards the vehicle. Let's go. All right, All right. Get the hell out of here. I'll hop in. And I feel really bad in the process. All right, uh, give me a driving test. Drive it like you stole it, because you did. <laughs> there are three hits. I should hit the right button. All right, you, you pull away and start driving, and the uh, person with the, the bags like drops both the bags and calls, Hey! Hey! And starts running after the car. Holmes laughs. Not like I've ever done this before. And you go uh, driving Don't tell away, the LP. Leaving the person behind you. And don't tell my brother. You do know they can both hear you, right? No, I'm saying this personally oh, okay. in the car. It's flavor, come on! <laughs> don't you have a drone in your pocket? I don't know. Now she's just happy to see me. So, take our uh, stolen car from Joe Schmo Middle Class. No, reappropriated. <laughs> this is an asset forfeiture. Yes, that's, that's how you put it in the report. It was a reappropriation, and I'm sure we could find he did something wrong. <laughs> and uh, we could justify it as a seizure. Right, Lieutenant? She, she was an orc in the CAS. It was illegally parked. need. <laughs> Alright, yep, yeah, so um, uh, Garrett, you're, you're kind of parked and this orc comes kind of running past your car and uh, I'm laughing. <laughs> and um, let's see here. Uh, kind of stops and turns and looks at your vehicle. Kind of yeah. runs over like Knocks at n- knocks on the window. <laughs> Put it down just as goes. Hey, somebody just stole my truck. I need a ride. You need a ride? Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, let's you go after a- him. <laughs> I'm sorry. You think this is a, jo- a Johnny Reb cab? Do you see a fragging cab around here? Come on, they're getting away. <laughs> I'm glad it's over at Voss. Kind of give him. Can you uh, do something about this before I have to shoot them? Look. It's a big old troll, you said, right, Cliff? No, Orc. Oh, Orc, okay. Somebody stole your car? Which way did they go? That way, it just drove past. I hit the accelerator, take off <laughs> It's like you read my mind. Leaving the Orc behind. Hey! Hey! We'll get him for you, man! <laughs> Serve and protect. Alright, so now that you've successfully stolen a vehicle. Woohoo! Uh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> So we traded com codes with the uh, our handlers. Yep. So uh, someone's going to have to give him a call. Give him a call? Oh, social friend of mine? Yeah, I'll ring him up. Yes, uh, I see you've got the vehicle. What's our next plan here, Chief? Let's see. Uh, continue out west on the 287. And uh, when that uh, 
gets uh, to Highway 30, go ahead and get on the highway. Rock and roll. Alrighty. I'll relay those uh, instructions to both Nina and uh, my comlink. Okay, so you just drive on down 287 um, West, turns into West Rosedale Street, uh, hop on Highway 30 West and uh, Interstate 30, and uh, not long after you've gotten on the highway, you get another text uh, to uh, take the exit onto the, uh, the 377 and take a left. Alrighty. At any point during our drive, can I do I do we see the ice cream truck in pursuit at any point? Yeah, good question. So they're heading out west with their their tail. Uh, what, what are the rest of you guys doing? I'm gonna drive really fast and get ahead of them. And I'm driving slowly and staying behind the guys that are behind them. Wait, isn't uh, Tony? Aren't aren't you in the ice cream truck? No, I'm on a motorcycle. Oh, okay. Okay, and uh, what about you, Garrett? Kind of uh, casual, drive casually uh, in sort of proximity to uh, Billy Joe. Okay, so you guys are so hanging way back, and then, uh, Tony, you're getting up ahead of them. Uh, so, Tony, give me a driving test. I have three hits on the driving test. Okay, uh, well, you're kind of able to catch up, but um, you're not actually able to get out ahead of them in time. So you can catch up if you want and then pass. Nope. I am not going to go by because some people may know or have seen me before. Okay. So that will go and go like parallel or, but I need to stay out of sight. Gotcha. All right. So you take the 377 out of town all the way okay. and start driving. Off we go. After about, oh, half an hour or so, they said, you just get another text. Going the right way, keep going. Uh, kind of look okay. over at Nina. Feels you know, like we're uh, going south. We're driving on. We're driving yeah. an awful long way with no help. You guys are yeah. going um, southwest. Yes, we are. You pass through Granbury, and then Bluffdale, and then Stephenville, Dublin, and a couple Camp miles Angie. outside of Stephenville, you get instructions to turn off on a country road. Uh, okay. 150 meters ahead. Okay. And there's farms out this way, and not many buildings. Holmes is looking out the window, making comments like, if I was going to execute somebody, I'd drive him out in the middle of nowhere. Thanks, that's, that's a big help. <laughs> right, and you turn down this uh, gravel country road, which, uh, and then uh, you get another text. Uh, just go ahead and uh, uh, pull over the side of the road. We'll, we'll catch up in a moment. Uh, great. Is that what you do? Looks anxious. Yeah, yeah. That's, Fidgety um, even. What I do. Okay, uh, before long you hear the sounds of motorcycles approach and uh, you see Paco and Jose have uh, kind of pulled up. Um, one of them pulls up next to the uh, driver's side and uh, taps in the window. I will roll it down a crack. Right, pulls up the visor of his helmet and says, all right, it's, it's going to be up ahead on the left here. Just uh, follow us. Uh, let us do any of the talking. You got it. And they pull off another gravel road that uh, pulls up to an old rundown farm. There's a barn that's uh, collapsed inward a bit. As we're rolling up to this thing, I'm going to look over at Nina and say, didn't they want us to do the pickup so they wouldn't be seen? Yeah, that's what he said. Yep, you see they uh, pull up and uh, go riding up to the barn, get off their bikes. One of them reaches out and kind of holds out a hand for you guys to stop. And they go into the barn. 
keep the headlights pointed in their direction. Keep them on. All right, they uh, come back on out about three minutes later, uh, get on their bikes and uh, ride out. Um, they, as they're approaching the van, they kind of, they're kind of driving as if to go past it. Uh, they slow down and one of them taps on the window again. I bring it down a crack. All right, you're good. Go ahead and load up and head back to town. And they uh, drive on past and turn off down the dirt road back the way they came. And they're on their way back. I mentioned to the group. Are our minders still with us? They just, well, they just took off. I don't know if they're going to stop and wait. Well, I'm pulling off the road so they can go by me and not see me. Same here. Get up. And you guys just get a text, uh, pull up to the barn. Look at Holmes. Okay. Here we go. I'll pull up to the barn slowly. Frag me. Yeah. All right, you pull up to the barn and uh, give me a perception test. Gladly. Do we get our TACnet bonus? Are you guys linked into the TACnet? I thought we went dark with that. Yeah, At least we did when we went to the shop, but... Uh, is this visual, auditory... Uh, visual. Yeah. Uh, two hits. Let's see. I got three. Okay. Um, so, uh, Holmes, you see there's a guy standing um, just inside the barn in some shadow, uh, wearing a hoodie, hands in the, hands in the front pocket. I want to ask you to perceive and see if he's uh, at least uh, awakened. Okay. You shift to astral perception and notice there's a very big uh, black cat in astral space tagging along. Just for the record, I'm not pulling in front first. I'm pulling around and then backing in, so he'll have time to look. Okay. And give me your sensing test. I got three hits on a sensing. Okay, yeah, this person is not magically active, has a moderate amount of cyberware, and um, seems very, very calm, but also tense. It's kind of hard to describe. I'll mention, like, uh, you notice the... Uh... The salmon they're hiding. What's this? Uh, I will. Uh, I kind of give a description of of what I what I perceived or what I saw. You know, somebody that's wired up, uh, beast spirit, and the dude's not exactly on edge, but he's not exactly chilling out. Okay. Well, that could be that could be uh, normal for this. But tell you what, let me uh let me go look first before we get too close. And I'll yeah. pop out of the van. Okay. Astrally, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go strolling up. Ah. Alright, so you get out of the uh SUV and start walking up to the the uh barn? Yep. Okay. As you do this figure sort of steps out of the shadows, with the hoodie sort of pulled down halfway over his face. Hola. Buenas noches. Greet him back in Spanish to the equivalent of "Not too bad, buddy. Here for a pickup." Uh, yeah, see, and he continues in Spanish uh, uh, to pull the vehicle up, and uh, says, "We've got the uh, we've got the crates here." So, you are new. Yeah, doing a little freelance work. Very and nice, I want to talk eh? to this. I want to. I want to. You know, I want to schmooze with this guy for a couple minutes and just kind of feel him out. You know, you know, just kind of like normal employee-to-employee type of, hey, how's the weather? Just here for a pickup. Yeah, I'm new in town. That kind of stuff. And and I don't know if I can do it a judge intentions role, but, you know, I want to feel the guy out and see if he's uh, adversarial or if he's, you know, on the level. Yeah, first of all, give me an etiquette test. 
one moment. I'll take my time, but while this is going on, I'll, you know, stop the car and futz with something and get out slowly and just try to keep it casual and not draw a lot of attention to myself while they're talking. I got three hits on an etiquette test. Okay, then go ahead and uh, give me a judge intentions. That is... Got four hits on that. Okay, um, yeah, he um, makes a little bit of small talk, but he's making these sort of small, veiled comments here and there that seem to have... The way he says them seems to have more meaning than what you would think, and just something seems off about this guy. Maybe it's just that you can't really see his eyes very well, but... Yeah, he's Am just I? sort of like commenting that, yeah, it's a... It's a good day to be picking up something very special. Uh, am I inside the barn by any chance? Yeah, and you get in the barn. He uh, kind of uh, leads you over to have you help him uh, get get this uh, big old crate, which is a kind of an armored footlocker thing. Is it something that uh, one cybered up Sammy could deliver on an, on his own, or are we going to have to like back the truck right up to it? He's uh, grabbing one side and kind of motioning for you to take the other side. All right. Well, I guess I'll pick up the other side and. Uh, right. Wonder, Give me a lifting wonder, test. Now stand uh, nearby these guys and. I uh, got one hit on the lifting test. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're definitely struggling with it. You have to stop a couple times and get a better grip. And he uh, kind of chuckles a bit. Looks like you need to be uh, get down to the gym more often. No kidding, right? And uh, you guys get get that crate loaded up and uh, come on, we've got uh, a couple more. He kind of pauses and looks over at Nina. What's up? Have I met you hey, before, you? Chica? You met me before? Have not. Okay, then. How's it going? Very well, very well. So I'm monitoring uh, Nina's comms, and I'll, I'll send her a subvocal message saying, Hey, you want to make friends with this guy? You tell him, Ola Bendeco. That means, hey, friend. Yikes. I don't believe you. <laughs> Stop trying to get me killed, man. <laughs> it's, uh, yes, uh, uh, it'll be it'll be it'll be nice to get uh, properly moved in. It's been a long time since I've been back in Dallas. Well, moved in. Uh, you have a job that takes you out of town. Start pumping this guy for any information I can. You you could say that. I've been I've been around been around a lot. Seen a lot of things. While we're removing these crates, can I uh, subtly the, interrogate him, like asking lots of open-ended questions, so, you um, know, being sly about it? Sure. Let's see. I got four hits on an interrogation roll. Okay. He kind of um, let let slip just a few like just oddball things that he says. Like uh, he's he's been around, lived a lot of different lives. Yeah, that is weird. It'll be getting. It'll be good. Good, good to be getting uh, back to his roots. Now, I don't remember from our last session, but would I be putting two and two together, knowing what little I know in character about CFD and the fact that this guy is wired up to maybe connect those two things of, he's talking about multiple lives, he's talking about moving into the area from living abroad. Something's uh, you can draw right whatever conclusions him. you like. <laughs> I'm drawing all of them, then. <laughs> Can I think of any thing that either we have encountered as a group with a CFD thing or anything as far as like an Arcana skill test could uncover as to why all of these people have their eyes covered? The dudes with the sunglasses and this guy with his hoodie down? The guys in the apartment with CF, the, the CFD running through them, they didn't have funky looking eyes, did they? 
No. Can I make an arcana test just to see if anything pops to mind? Magically speaking, they are all magically active. Um, sure. I got four hits. Okay. Um, you, you realize that actually this guy's not magically active, so... Well, I don't really know think that, because I can't, I can't astrally perceive. I don't know that. But you've oh, been told yeah, by... I, I, oh, yeah. I def- yeah, I definitely told you over that, you know, hey, that's the Sammy in the corner of the Titan. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so well, you don't think there's a connection. Yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Your skill doesn't lend you to make that connection necessarily. Gotcha. And uh, he's got the third crate loaded up, and uh, so, yeah. you ever um, you ever do chips? Not this lifetime, Me, then. not so much, but uh, I know this guy that's got a Raku parlor that I just can't get away from. Spend all my money there, hence the uh, need some new scratch. Wink, wink, oh. nudge, nudge. A little bit of humor induced into our conversation. Except it's all true. <laughs> well, you know, with every great lie, there's a smidgen of truth in there. It's not true to me. I don't know a damn thing. Yes, yes. Well, mindless puppets, I suppose. Well, tell you what. Yeah, feel free to pass this along to someone. This is um, this one's, this is this is one of my favorites. Into a, a looks like a BTL chip. Uh, and, uh, raise yeah. eyebrow. T- take it and be like, thanks, man. I'm always looking for a new way to uh, alter my reality. Yeah, it works best with a proper DNI. Right on. So we got all of our stuff packed. You have up. a good night. Likewise. I'll see you later. Look over at Nina. Let's get crack a lacking. Give, give him a nod and get hop in the car and off we get. Okay. You go driving on back down the dirt road, hop back on the highway. Once I'm we're going like to immediately two miles start away. Digging. <laughs> I don't I will say start digging around in these boxes. <laughs> oh my god. He didn't say we couldn't open them and I want to make sure nothing bad's gonna be in there. This is true. Like explosives. No, wait, wait, wait. You said there's a you said there's a spirit. It's gonna be watching us, man. Eh, I don't know. You know, we can look, but not touch. All right. I don't know. I'll actually perceive. Are there any spirits inside the van? Yeah, there's that uh, beast spirit. <laughs> Shit. Crap. Right there, looking right at you. I'll sigh. Smiles and licks his lips. Yeah, yeah, I know, buddy. <laughs> I'll go sit back down on my chair. No peekaboo tonight. Okay, team. How are we splitting this? They did an exchange. And maybe uh, someone's got to support Nina and Holmes on their return, and somebody's got to see if we can hook up and surveil on the people they just got stuff from. God, I wish I had a DNI so I could talk to you guys. Yeah, no kidding. You just need trodes. <laughs> yeah. Everything has a price. It's like, what, 10 million for trodes? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a yeah. hundred, but, you know, still. I think more of the magic. Yeah, which I've never even been able to use yet. At least they the good stuff. Anyway, Garrett, Billy Joe, which which yep. ones do you want to take? Well, seeing as how uh, I'm not really not geared for surveying anybody, and Billy Joe is more for that with his drones, I'd recommend, you know, Voss and I continue to uh, back up uh, Nina and Holmes. You want me to take the other two? Yep, uh, not uh, the guys that uh, Nina and Holmes met, right? So we've got more targets to start surveilling or try and track. By met, you mean the one that they're talking to at the warehouse or farm or whatever? Or the two on the bikes that followed them down and then split? 
The guys on the bikes, we know to, where to pick them up again. The the ones at the farm are the ones we got to figure out. That's the supply chain, maybe. Yeah, they're they're way more important. All right, could uh, throw a couple drones up, see what I can see. All right, uh, what kind of drones? Well, let me see, young man. How's about MCT fly spies? Two of them. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me a piloting check for them. Are you okay. jumping in any of them? No. I'll just uh, let them float what, around up here. What autosofts do you have loaded for them then? Are they running their own or are you running them off of your deck? Running them off the deck. And that means they have three, right? Or is it two? Uh, whatever the device rating of your deck is, is how many programs you can run. Okay, let me see what that is. Again, this isn't your control rig, it's the, the, the RCC. Right. I'm trying to look it up on this character sheet, and I don't know which page it's on. Street Gear? Under Hero Lab? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I know this is a chummer. Lone Star RCC. Device rating 6. Okay, so yeah, you can run up to 6 programs. Encryption, signal scrub, and armor to clean the signal and add to the firewall. And then uh, stealth, evasion, and clear sight. Okay. Uh, give me just maneuvering test for them then, which is just their straight up pilot rating. It's not running maneuvering. Okay. Um, actually, I think I, I want to jump into one of them. Okay. Do your uh, pilot skill roll for that then. Okay. My pilot skill. And then make another roll for the other one. Okay. The one I have got one, two, three hits. And it, the one that's uh, running uh, on its own, it's just, uh, you said it's just its device rating? Or it's... It's pilot rating, which I think is three. Okay. Handling... Handling rating of four. Oh, pilot rating three. Yeah, so roll three dice. Alrighty then. Do I get to let uh, add the rating of the deck into that? Nope, just the pilot rating. I got a two, three, and a two. No hits, but no All right, glitch. so it's not really keeping up very well, um, but you are the one that you're piloting, you're able to get in position in time, because getting three hits with a control rig of three is kind of like getting six hits. Okay. So you're able to kind of catch up. And you see this uh, guy's walking out of the barn, Heading towards uh, some area of uh, dense foliage. Give me a perception test. Okay. Got one, two, three, four hits. Okay. Um, well, you notice the guy's whistling casually as he's uh, walking. Um, it's that song from Willy Wonka and the Charlotte, uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, Pure imagination. Okay. And he's a. Uh, um, you happen to notice that he's walking towards. It actually looks like there's some um, camo netting with some, you know, with some leaves piled on it, and he starts to pull that back. That reveals kind of a large, uh, f- sleek form that uh, is also the same coloring as the foliage around, and you can make out uh, what looks like a GMC banshee. Oh snap! I wouldn't be able to keep up with that. Yeah, and. Uh, I don't whistle, so I won't try to bother with it, but yeah, gets to the bridge of the song and uh, kind of heads to the back and opens it up and uh, tosses a, a duffel in there and uh, climbs in, patches closing behind him. I could probably try and land one of the drones in there. That, no, but then they just find it because it probably goes somewhere far away where I wouldn't be able to activate it. Okay, yeah. All right, the doors close. And a few moments later, you hear the engine starting to uh, warm up. Are there any markings on this thing? 
Well, actually, as you look at it, it looks like uh, the actual surface area of it is gradually shifting a bit here and there to better blend in with the surroundings. Oh, great. Yeah, somebody spent a lot of Nuyen on this thing, which already cost a lot of Nuyen. Essentially, uh, you're looking at a ruthenium polymer-coated uh, T-bird. Can anybody get close enough to hit it with a tracker? I don't. I don't have anything. Well, before I say that, let me check my sheet real quick. Street gear. Really, the only thing you could do is try to land your drone on it somewhere and hold on for dear life. Yeah, but if he gets out of range, I won't be able to control my drone, right? The world is covered with computers. Meaning? Meaning that if it gets out of range, you would probably be able to uh, track it down through the Matrix eventually. Yeah, it is in there through the Matrix. The, the farther the distance, the greater the noise. If the noise gets to the point where it's beyond the rating of your deck, then, yeah, you would lose contact with your drone, in which case it would be operating off of its dog brain, which what it would do then would be based on whatever orders you give it. It okay. might phone you. Yeah, phone home. And you've got probably home. home. And what kind of stuff do you have to reduce noise? I've got uh, two data jacks, signal scrub, and encryption. Yeah, the signal scrub program will uh, use up one point of your dex rating to run that program, but will do two points of noise reduction. Each data jack will reduce noise. But also, you can, if you're not running a program for each rating point, you can just use the direct rating point to cut through the noise as well. So theoretically, if you just like didn't use any autosofts and just use signal scrub for one point, and then use your two data jacks, that'd be four plus five more. You could cut through nine points of noise. All right, uh, then uh, I will do that. I'll unload the uh, software that I don't use. I'll recall my one uh, drone that's on autopilot, and I will uh, land this uh, fly spy on uh, like the back underside of the uh, banshee so it's not taking a lot of wind drag and it'll be easier for it to hang on. And uh, the last, I'll give it a, an embedded command that if it loses signal from me, then it is to uh, disengage from the banshee and return home. And, you know, take note of its last current location and heading. Okay, and are you um, basically still staying directly jumped in while you do this? Yes. Okay, first of all, give me a driving test or piloting test. Um, oh, are you running silent? Yes. Okay, so don't forget to take two dice away for that. Okay. You can do it, Billy Joe. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> boss. Is that a leadership boost test? Four hits. He's on my team. All right. <laughs> and together, the star can do anything. <laughs> sanctioned or unsanctioned. So instead of being minus two, I'm actually plus two. I got one, two, three, four, five, six hits. Okay, which is kind of like getting nine hits with your control rig, so yeah, you get no problem finding a good sort of tucked-in point to land on. Now give me a sneaking roll. Taking to cut your minus two for running silent. Okay. Do I still get my plus four? No, this is another test. That is okay. Essentially, it's simultaneous with it, so you can't really benefit from two things at the same time. So would this be off of my sneaking skill? Yep, you're sneaking in agility. You're limited by the handling of the vehicle that you're in, unless you pre-edge or something. I don't actually have the sneaking skill, so let me see what it... Uh... 
So you'd be at agility minus one, and then minus okay. two more. So to give you an idea, noise level eight is greater than 100 kilometers. Okay. But that's for a direct connection. Right. You can also just, you know, the grid will get you anywhere. Uh, I'm going to pre-edge this, Cliff, because okay. I only have five dice to shoot, so I'm going to be rolling nine dice instead. We've got whew, three hits with one six. We've got three hits. Okay. If you sneakily land your little bug on this uh, big old vehicle. About five minutes after it starts up, it, it uh, takes off and flies north. All right. And it's heading north. So, uh, those of you who are in the van, uh, or the SUV, I should say, you're uh, driving back towards town. Yeah, we're having a conversation, too. All right, let's, why don't you catch us up on that, then? Yeah, so we were just, uh, you know, yakking back and forth, and it ended with uh, us kind of discussing what's in the crates again, and then me turning around to the spirit cat and saying, Hey, big guy, you mind if we take a peek? The uh, spirit doesn't really respond. Just kind of stares at you. So? Grin and turn back to Tina. Silence is acceptance. All right, good. So I'm a, I'm a, I will go open one of them. Okay, you head on back to the crate and uh, go to open it up. Um, looks like there is a keypad lock on it. All of them. Yep. Looks like a pretty basic one. Hmm. Well. Locked. And me with these hands. I'm all thumbs. Can you drive? Yeah, I can do that. Quick look in the rearview mirror, see if there's nobody right behind us. Nobody coming down the way. I assume we're still on that uh, country road or, you know, somewhere in the middle of nowhere right now. Yep. Right on. Pull over. Chinese fire drill. Yep. All right. Ready. You know the car can drive itself while you change your seats. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> hey, we're, we're not on the grid, though, are we? You don't need to be on the grid for the car to drive itself. It has autopilot. All cars yeah. have autopilot one. The pilot rating of one. It can go out drive straight while you flip seats. <laughs> and from okay, Mythbusters, we know that changing seats with the driver is actually very easy. The other thing you can do is most of these cars probably have controls that are AR, arrow controls that can be driven from any seat in the car. That's a good point. Oh, sweet. Well, then I'll just go ahead and... Well, yeah, I don't have anything that sees AR right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, the thing is, though, is you, you've hijacked this car. You've um, essentially directly rigged it and uh you don't really have marks on it well so you'll have to use whatever. the manual controls but whatever you, you pull over switch switch seats and um <laughs> this car wasn't Ready. worth registering <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all right uh, let me... cliff um yeah. so i just make sure it, it, the two uh motorcyclists that escorted them have they actually gone past like they were going back to Dallas? Um, let's see. So you guys are going to be like stopped somewhere? or Yeah, so I trailed them, and when they got to the farm, I just pulled off the road because those other, you know, po the two motors, their two escorts were left them. So I assumed okay, okay. they were going back to Dallas. Sure, give me a sneaking roll. Okay, I have six hits on sneaking. Okay, yep, you do see them drive on past, back towards Dallas. Okay, I'll report that observation to everybody. So that means they aren't following Nina and Holmes right now, or near them. Doesn't look like this. it. Okay. All right, let me get this lock. Okay, uh, well, basically, I'm not even going to make you roll, because 
They're not that hard to get through, and time really isn't of the essence. Okay. So you're able to get one of the locks open? Yep. You open it up? Yep. Yep, and inside there are six um, light machine guns. Aha. And it looks like several boxes of ammunition. Hmm. Move on to the next one. Actually, no, I'm gonna... Hmm. I'm tempted to sit here with the door, with the with the lid open, just just for a little while longer, and, and see if anything flows out of anything toward me. I'll probably right. do that for about forty-five. Well, thirty seconds. Forty-five is a little long. Give me a perception test. I'll fake like I'm counting or something. Kill it with fire. I can't. <laughs> with all the fire. <laughs> uh, four hits on perception. Okay. Um, you don't see anything moving. Okay. I will close it back up. Do whatever needs to be done to lock it up again. Okay. I will browse through the other crates. All right. Uh, one of the other crates is full of missiles. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're not like huge long missiles. They're about, you know, 18 inches long or so. They look just like the ones we saw before? Oh, pretty similar, yeah. Yeah, okay. There's uh, like, I don't know, something like two dozen of them in a crate. Dear God. Okay. And the other one has, uh, looks like uh, two uh, of the... Um, I forget the name of them. Out of running gun, the uh, portable missile launcher things. Lovely. None of the crates have like a. Yeah. No, not, not the striker. That's the, the throwaway one. I'm thinking of the. The ballista. Yeah. Like the, the backpack, backpack type one. one. Yep. Yeah, exactly. that's the ballista. Yep. There's two of those in there. So none of the crates was was there any like vials or jars or gallons or sacks of blood? Doesn't look like it. All right. All right. We got hardware. Close them up, lock them up, crawl back up front. Guns, ammo, and missiles. Can you tag them all with like a micro tag? So then when they get out on the street, we'll know right where they are and we can send in the feds to snatch them back up and arrest all the gangers that have them? We would if there wasn't a spirit watching us. Can't you slip them a couple of crunchies and he'll look the other way? (laughs) If by crunchies crunchies, you mean me or Nina? (laughs) No, reagents. (laughs) Reagents. Not middle in the affairs of dragons, where you're crunchy and good with ketchup. Exactly. It's a, it's a cat spirit, so give it a mouse. Uh, a <laughs> mouse. Uh, yeah, throw it a mouse. Well, I guess the question is, um, I've got Arcana. I would know, should know, I think, that this this thing wouldn't know a chip in my hand from, you know, a contact lens or anything. I don't even think I'd be able yeah. to notice it. It's hardly, it's hardly unlikely it would even see a tiny piece of technology like a stealth tag. Yeah, so then the question is, can I have done that? Do you want an edge test, or feeling gracious, or what? So you're going to go ahead and have placed stealth tags on stuff? I'd really rather not go back through them, but um, I don't know. Yeah, we can say more or less you've been kind of opening these up and checking them out, so you can, uh, as you close them up, slip some stealth tags in them. Cool. <laughs> Just give me one general palming roll to see how well you hide them. So it's uh, defaulting to my attribute minus one? Yep. Two hits. Okay. It's probably the, uh, if it can sense trees, and it's probably the same kind of trees, and it's a sensing for me opening these things in the first place. But wholly justified in my head. We gotta know what we're dealing with. He would understand. So yeah, I'll uh, crawl back up front. Yeah, so, hardware and ammunition. So yeah, don't... Uh, don't get pulled over. <laughs> Fair enough. At least it's okay. not biochemicals or anything crazy. 
Oh, God. Yep, so you're uh, driving back up the highway. At some point, you actually pass um, where you see uh, the two, uh, your two um, uh, motorcyclists, Paco and Jose. Look, it's our have, buddies. Uh, stopped by the side of the road and are kind of sitting around having a smoke. You uh, pass them by. I make sure to say that over uh, so everybody can hear us. Yeah, it looks like they passed uh, Tony's position and then went down the road a couple more miles and kind of stopped and waited for you guys to pass, for, for you to pass by. And where is the ice cream truck? Heading up the 108 northbound, trying to keep in range of the uh, vector thrust, or Banshee, that's it, Banshee, that just uh, took off and headed north. We need you slinging ice cream sandwiches to fund our further uh, investigations. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm driving fast so I could get to the next town and start, uh, you know, peddling my wares. All right, so what's the speed of the uh, ice cream truck modified by your control rig? Warp 2. <laughs> uh, let me see if yeah. we've got any kind of notes on that. Hey, Billy Joe, you might want to check if there are any Lone Star assets in the expected flight path of the vehicle. Uh, fabulous idea. How do I do that? That sounds like something well, I should be able to know how to do, I would think. I'd just say there aren't any. At least not for a while. And yeah, it looks like the uh, your drone heads north up into what was once Kansas and then starts heading uh, more west from there. Uh, so it's basically a GMC Bulldog step van. At least that's the. Uh, yeah, we'll the say um, the um, speed. It's going to take us some time to get uh, where it's going, so we'll we'll catch up to that later. Okay. Um, the uh, van uh, you're getting back into Fort Worth, and you're instructed to get on the on highway. Uh, let's see here. Yep, on highway uh, thirty that heads back towards Dallas. Okay. Uh, Cliff. Once uh, Nina and Holmes are past and cruising by uh, and out of sight, I will start uh, trailing them or following wherever they're headed. Okay. Yeah, you're uh, again. You you pass through Fort Worth and head down the, the freeway, down uh, Highway 30, back towards Dallas, and they give you an exit to take. Give me a memory test. Can't remember where to find memory on my sheet. I believe it's willpower uh-huh. plus logic. Sorry, that was too. A poor one. Two hits. Okay. Yep. You uh, pull off that highway and you're instructed to stop by this uh, address. You uh, pull up to an address and you see there's uh, quite a few bikes there. Uh, a number of uh, go-gangers are hanging out. Looks like there's this auto repair type place that's been turned into a biker gang hangout. And that's when you make the connection of you are pulling up to the essentially the HQ of the Landry Devils. I remember the name, but I don't remember the context. Uh, your character very clearly remembers the context oh, because... They're the ones that shot me in the head? Pretty much. Oh, awesome. Yep, so you uh, pull on up to that address, and uh, a number of uh, go come walking up. Looks like there's about ten of them. Wow. And uh, one of them pulls a Gaz Willie's Nomad up near your SUV. I'll pop the back open. All right, they go on over to the back. Pop it open and start loading the crates onto their uh, pickup truck. You know, so they, hey, you don't look like a Paco. What's going on here? We're pledges. <laughs> really? With a big shit-eating grin on my face. In that case, why don't you guys tag along for tonight's action? We gotta give back to the boss. Right, right. So you make the delivery, you gotta go somewhere else. Uh, all three of these crates are for us, right? 
Don't ask me. We just deliver. Yeah, right. Pledges. <laughs> they uh, get this loaded up, and uh, you can both give me uh, auditory perception tests. Should I start speeding up now? Not yet. Uh, I got five hits on that. Wow. Uh, yeah, I got four hits. Yep. Uh, yeah, both of you pick up on some conversation as they're kind of closing the the back of the SUV and and towards a. Uh, all right, yeah, the VV are going to get what's coming to them tonight. I can't wait. Would that, would that have been uh, a private conversation? Yeah, between them. Just one sort of mentions it in passing. They're not saying it directly to you guys. Oh, yeah, if they're not trying to hide it, I'll, I'll say something back like, yeah, man, give those assholes hell. Do we... You sort of open your mouth to talk as they finish slamming the door shut. Oh, frowny face. So they're going after something called the VV, huh? I'll say aloud into the uh, thing. Sounds like it. I feel bad I for make those some guys. Uh, calls. All right, I'm gonna stop and stop the recording here. Uh, take a brief break, and we can restart the recording. Yeah, because I don't think we yeah. know anything uh, in character about your connections with them, do we, Tony? Actually, yes. You oh, we do. Okay. Then I'll uh, yeah say that a little more directly. Okay. So you uh, just made the drop off and overheard the uh, Landry Devils talking about how they were gonna get the VV. Yes. And knowing Tony's affiliation with said VV, we uh, mentioned aloud, so they're going to hit the VV with that stuff tonight, huh? You know the Landry Devils are the people that shot you guys up when you were in the cab. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remembered that. Maybe you should display how it works by shooting one of those guys in the face with a missile. <laughs> Something about the proximity just makes me anxious. Yeah, it... it well, he wouldn't... doesn't have to stand next to you. These are the guys that shot your gun, Nana. <sighs> have pay. to get back to the boss, who is important to us and our wallets, right? Strained grin towards Holmes. Sorry, I had somebody yelling at me. What'd you say? <laughs> Nina's like a, this, this gritted teeth. We need to get back to our boss because he is important to our wallets. Right? Right. Maybe you can figure out who VV is and you can uh, let them know that they've got company incoming so they can smack these guys down real good. Uh, oh, that's done already. Okay. Oh, yeah, they've been listening the whole time. They know it's coming. Yeah, you uh, send off a message and... Uh, so what are the names of your contacts with the VV again? I don't have the document in front of me. Uh, Ariella Mokes, Billy Shoes... Maria, Maria Knotts, and Sam Lopez. Okay, and uh, who are you messing, messaging? Just a blast to all of them, or one in particular? They're all getting it. Okay, yep, uh, Sam Lopez uh, gives you a ring back. <clears throat> I answer him. Hey, uh, uh, Mr. Chavez, um, w w what's this all about? Um... The Landry Devils just picked up a load of uh, heavy gear and are looking for you. Ah, oh, Drek. All right, thanks for the heads up. I'll uh, get in touch and give you some other information that may help. All right, sounds good. We get a... Oh, looks like uh, you must have messaged some of the others. Looks like we're, things are moving along here. Yep, I'll stop by in person and give you some other stuff. Sounds good. Just a uh, call before you drop by. Okay, uh, if things get hot, we might be a little trigger-happy. Yep, usual, uh, yep, keep the procedures. I want to shoot a 
I'd like to shoot a message to the LT. Yeah, about this time, uh, Billy, the um, the uh, uh, Banshee is landing on the outskirts of uh, Denver. Oh, snap. I it's a bit noisy. The up. connection is a little lousy, but uh, with all the boosting you're doing, you're able to keep it within range. Okay. Uh, can I... All right. I want to get what I can, see where he goes, uh, surveil him as long as I can until I can't... Uh, connect with my drone anymore and then it'll fly back on autopilot it lands in a uh you know, it looks like a hangar of some kind if the doors if the doors are going to close i think i should probably get out of there or no I, you know he can leave he can stay there for a while get more information as long as you keep your deck running with the configuration you have now you should be able to maintain the connection okay that's what i'm doing all right and uh nina and um holmes you're driving back to El Rancho del Taco? Yes, indeed. Yep. Okay, you make your way out there. Um, anybody have anything they're doing of note while this is happening? I'm going to head to near the El Rancho del Taco area, just in case, but um, that's it for me. Same. All right. So, so you you, uh, you head near there, you get in position, and... Uh, um, sorry, what's that, uh, Billy Joe? I was wondering if we could uh, give the uh, Tony's buddies the frequency of those stealth tags that uh, we use to mark those uh, party favors. That way, when they're getting close, they'll know. Yeah, so those weapons were tagged and they were handed off to the Landry Devils. Right, but we could still track them through those tags, right? Yeah. So that way we can give the frequency to the the VV guys, so they'll know exactly when they're coming down the street and, you know, prepare them for an ambush or something. Uh, you could are you asking if you choose. Cliff or at telling that to the group? I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying that to Tony, to, to LT, thinking, you know, maybe we forgot to do this. It's something we should do. Uh, Billy Joe, we can't directly give over sensitive Lone Star tracking frequencies to criminal elements. You don't want to be involved with anything like that. Since when did we start using official Lone Star tracking elements? That's, well, that's where I get them from. Oh, yeah. M me too, LT. Me too. Yeah, my, my mistakes are um, <laughs> getting... I'm, I'm getting some loud interference here. And I cut the call. That just happened. <laughs> Boom! That just happened. <laughs> All right, so you're not giving the, the codes for the tags to the BV? Oh, I am, but Billy <laughs> Joe isn't. <laughs> gotcha. And the leader takes one for the team. Yup. What, I'm going to get in more trouble? <laughs> he's got a point. Well, nobody knows that he's doing that. And it should stay that way. Okay, so you pull up to El Rancho del Taco. It's starting to get a bit busy again. It's about um, getting close to midnight. Yeah, Margarita Bar is in full swing. All right. There's a uh, band there playing some rowdy um, kind of a Mexican style music. You have an actual horn section. Impressive. And big ass subwoofers. And loud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you get on in. You find a uh, uh, basically Paco and uh, Jose are waiting, and uh, they hand you a couple of cred sticks, each with a thousand yen on them, and uh, just kind of nod their approval, and they say something which you think you pick up on a little bit of is, uh, we'll be in touch. And the place is hopping. I, uh, 
give him a half-hearted salute with the cred stick and head on out. All right. The same. Yeah, about that time, uh, Tony, you get another phone call. Looks like it's uh, Lopez. Hello. You uh, pick up and you hear, uh, sounds like the microphone or whatever uh, for the the comm link that's calling you is uh, overdriven by a really loud sound. There's some uh, crackling and digital distortion. And uh, it kind of does sound. We're getting hammered here. It's not just the Landry Devils. There's there's got to be at least a dozen gangs hitting our turf at once. All right. I fire up the motorcycle and go really fast to uh, the battle. And uh, I send, uh, well, can send the tracking information to Sam now. Not that they know where all the weapons are. Yeah, we're, we're not really ones to call the cops for help, but this is ridiculous. Wow, they move fast. Yeah. They're literally waiting for that. Uh, I ping the team, let them know where I'm heading. Okay, I want to go on official record as saying I am not engaging in support operations for any known criminal elements. I am simply backing up my lieutenant. That being said, <laughs> lock and load. Well, yeah. And now that we got the formalities out of the way, let's go shoot some shit. I'm going to show up and try and sell ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Gang fight, refreshments. <laughs> we are recovering uh, weapons that we have tracked and are being used in the commission of a crime. So is this a kind of situation where we want to take prisoners, or since they're using deadly force, we uh, reciprocate? I'm sure we could leave one or two alive. Uh, I don't believe we need to question any of these prisoners. I'm loading APDS. Let's get a... I don't know if we get a... How the hell are we getting away from here? Getting a cab out of here to somewhere where we can uh, suit up? There's room in the ice cream truck. No, man, we got an Escalade. <laughs> Or the oh, yeah, that's current right. version of an Escalade. Somewhere <laughs> <laughs> in the ice cream truck and grab it. <laughs> that's right, we're riding in style now. <laughs> hey, when this is over, I'm going. If we, if this thing doesn't get, sh- well, even if this does get shot up, I'm going to call the owner and say, "Yes, sir, we've recovered your vehicle, sir. <laughs> we've recovered what's left of your vehicle. <laughs> you can come and pick it up at." By the way, your registration seems to have expired. <laughs> uh, we got the particular fines here for you, but... <laughs> but you're still welcome to come down and pick up the vehicle. <laughs> so as soon as I can, I want to suit up and get my helmet on, because I don't need uh, anybody who might get away from this fracas to uh, report back any uh, people they saw shooting at them. Does anybody recall if the uh, ice cream truck had a hard mount on it? Or a turret? I like all ice cream trucks. It's actually an ice cream truck. Damn! <laughs> hey, this is a, you know, a sixth world ice cream truck. You gotta be able to defend your profits, bro. <laughs> well, well, that it, it could have had a frozen custard, uh, you know, cannon on it. <laughs> or, or at least a big floppy head on top on a sc- with a spring or something. Okay, you could hide the gun and a big floppy head on top. There you go. Exactly! It's not a floppy head, it's a turret with laser eyes. Why am I thinking nice. Twisted Metal all of a sudden? <laughs> yes, exactly. it's exactly where that went. <laughs> That's where I was going <laughs> with it. <laughs> I have... Uh, you go, guys go. Are heading, sorry, you guys are heading back east towards uh, VV Turf. It's in the heart of Arlington. I am. Yeah. Final I got the I'm blowing down 180. I hope Buckner's prepared. 
Yeah, Buckner's there. He's got his uh, Ruger Thunderbolt. He's kind of just kind of checked it a few times along the way. And uh, you guys uh, get there and uh, pull off and head toward the area. And you, you can you definitely hear some uh, distant explosions and see some smoke rising up. And um, I guess we'll as as you're pulling up, then you can see that there's a position where there's uh, a number of uh, motorcycles, a few of which are blown to bits. And some of which there's people taking cover behind. There's a couple guys with uh, backpack missile launchers, and there's uh, people helping them load missiles, and other ones with uh, machine guns at the ready, and other various weapons. And it looks like you've uh, stumbled across a pack of the Landry Devils who are assaulting from one direction. Everybody, just go ahead and give me an initiative roll. Oh, yeah. Time for a good old fashioned firefight. Do we all get there relatively at the same time? Yeah, for ease of play, yes. <laughs> Fabulous! And for ease of play, can oh, I yeah. have a casted by increased reflexes? On the right over? Yeah. And I want to have uh, connected with Garrett to get my gun. Oh yeah, that should be a problem. I would think that if you wanted to like ditch the Escalade some, or yeah, we'll just meet up with you and I'll just you know, hand off and then take off. Works for me. Okay. Sure. Yay. I'll be a benevolent game master. Because you'll just kill us with fire later. Yes. Benevolent yeah. game masters are a lie. <laughs> it's like the white, white buffalo or the unicorn, right? <laughs> it's a liger. I'm here to show you as, uh, to provide you with a good time by raking your characters through as much pain and suffering as possible. <laughs> Bill's character, pun intended. And sir, you are <laughs> so good at it. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Well, I go refill my wine in preparation for the grieving. Oh, uh, get me one too, please. I'm gonna need it. <laughs> oh, oh. Me too, please. I feel a TPK coming on. <laughs> I'm thinking this is a target-rich environment. Yeah, let's say there's uh, currently eight different gangers, uh, two of which have the missile launchers on them, uh, four of which have uh, that, like actual like machine guns, and the rest have smaller arms. How close are the piles of missiles to each other? There happens to be a crate of them in the back of a Gazwilly's Nomad. That's what I'm aiming for. <laughs> Big butta boom. Everybody go ahead and put your initiative initiative tracker, if you haven't already. And um, Holmes, give me an edge test. He just liked me rolling those two dice. <laughs> I got no hits, but I didn't glitch, so that's positive. Okay. Fair enough. Carry on. Okay, I guess Billy Joe, you're first. Going to the uh, the rotor drone with the HMG. Going to launch it from the uh, top of the truck. The two rotor drones with the uh, tasers will launch. And uh, I'm going to jump into my favorite steel links. Okay, we'll call it a simple action to issue an order to all rotor drones, launch. And then another simple action to jump into your steel links. Fair enough. And uh, Garrett and Holmes, who's got the higher edge? Never mind. Garrett, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. All right. How close am I to the battle? Am I like, get, do I have to like drive or am I like right uh, there? We'll say you're about 50 meters away. You're still driving your sedan. I am going to do a tactical maneuver. I am going to continue on. And then when I get within, I'm going to say 20 yards or the maximum distance I can get uh, with this vehicle for this pass, then I'm going to turn the vehicle to its side, 
get out and start engaging targets. It'll probably be my next pass. But I'm going to position the vehicle in such a way that it provides me at least some cover. Okay, so essentially you're able to kind of drive your vehicle up, turn it to, to the size that kind of skids and uh, pulls to a stop, and uh, you're able to dismount and get a good cover position with this action. Yep. How far away from the do you want to be? Remember, we start about 50 meters away. You've got enough speed to get as close as you want, more or less. Let's get right up there. Okay, just a few meters away then. Uh, then next is Holmes. What are you doing? Uh, am I still in the car? Yeah, you're in the ice cream truck, I think. I thought I was or you in Garrett's vehicle. I believe no, you guys ditched the Escalade. So, yeah, I guess you're in the backseat of Garrett's vehicle. He just pulled up. And I, I got, got pretty close to those gangers. Oh, then I am going to get into full cover someplace. Well, you are in the back seat of a uh, four-door sedan. Yeah, but they got missiles. That's true. So full cover doesn't mean them? quite as much when there's missiles around. No, not at all. So I'd like to be uh, someplace out of sight. Can I get to that and around? So you're going to get out of the vehicle and go running somewhere else? Yeah, so kind of give our setting. Are we like urban city block type of stuff? Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's buildings around. They're all at least several stories. Can and I make there's, it to there's an... some destroyed bikes in the middle of the road. There's some other bikes people are taking cover behind. Can I make it to an alleyway between buildings? Um, Possibly with a running test. What's your agility? Not that high. Uh, It's three. Okay. Yeah, uh, let's see if we can get a couple hits on a running test. You can make it. That's strength-based, though, right? It is. So I'd be defaulting with two dice. <laughs> That ain't gonna happen. So I guess from the uh, the back seat, <laughs> I do have a stun bolt. Finally, hey. So uh, in my quick perusal of the uh, environment, does anybody look like they have a rocket that hasn't been launched yet? Um, you going to observe in detail? Sure. Okay. Give me a perception test. And do you have any sort of knowledge skill relating to heavy weapons or heavy weapon skill? Not at all. Let me make sure I didn't hit my limit. No, we're good, so I got six hits. Okay, um, it looks like they're both still have missiles they can fire. Okay, uh, in the same round, can I, uh, cast a spell? Um, if you do a reckless casting. We'll do that. I want to grab, uh, one of the guys with the, uh, what I believe is still a rocket loaded. I want to try and grab his mind with control thoughts. Okay, declare force and roll your dice. We're going to do a... Well, we're already casting recklessly. Let's do four seven. I got five hits. All right, you get two net hits. Go to roll your drain. Don't forget it's three higher. Yeah, it's going to suck. Woo, that's going to tickle. So I grab his mind, but I start bleeding probably from noses and or eyes. Oh, boy. All right, uh, yep, you've got him. The other... Uh, let's see, there's a bunch of gangers there... Uh, one of them turns and um, is going to go ahead and fire a missile at the ice cream truck. Uh, no! But, uh, why would he fire at the ice cream truck? It's a block away. Yeah, because it's a truck on the way here. But he bought ice cream for me. He wouldn't shoot the favorite ice cream truck. Yeah, well, actually, it's the wrong gang sign painted on it. Oh, yep. damn. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's a vehicle that's on the way, uh, rapidly approaching, and it's not within the blast radius. Of the missiles, like the nearby car is. <laughs> Thrill gangs, totally smart thing to be. Yep, so he puts the missile 
pretty much like a meter in front of the of the uh, um, approaching um, ice cream truck. I think I'd have the stats for the missile in front of me. That does three stun. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, what's the armor rating of the v- of the ice cream truck? The armor rating of the ice cream truck is twelve. Body so of sixteen. So it's effectively ten. And uh, so go ahead and roll. So you said body of sixteen. Yes, sir. So roll twenty-six dice and add five to however many hits you get. Alrighty. Since you were jumped into the steel links, you may not use edge in this test. Okay. It's not the vehicle you're piloting. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, but eleven hits. Okay, so the um, the van, the ice cream truck takes ten damage. It's uh, okay. definitely still up and running, but just took a big chunk of damage from the explosion. And okay. uh, let's see, who is inside the ice cream truck? That would be nobody. I'm pretty sure you're inside the ice cream truck. No, I'm in the... Oh, damn it. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, I'm in the Steel Links, but yeah, I'm jacked into Where, Where's links, your so, meat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, 12 p.m. or 12 a.m. on in December in the CS. Do you know where your meat ever. body is? <laughs> yeah, I am strapped into the uh, seat belt. Okay, so give me a damage resistance oh, test. Wait a minute, we forgot... Buckner and Bucky. <laughs> oh, that's right. Buckner and Bucky are in there too. They are. That's okay. right. Okay. It's like Holmes might get his wish after all. Yeah. So go ahead and roll your body plus armor, and you may add ten to your armor roll. Okay. However, Bucky gets hurt. I'm gonna be pissed. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten hits. All right, you're fine. So is Buckner. Uh, Bucky's knocked around a bit. All right, so other gangers. Um, looks like there are um, there's four of the dudes with this, with um, machine guns. Two of them are firing at targets that you can't see from where you are. Two of them uh, turn towards uh, McGarrett and uh, let loose with bursts. Looks like they're firing off six-round bursts. You're minus five to your defense, but because you took cover, you're plus four. So make a defense minus system two. minus one, and then another one at minus two. Yeah. Just in case Missy feel any better or worse, I'm rolling my Catalyst Demo Team official dice here. No, no, nice. not really. Five on the first test, and four on the second. All right, so bullets are ricocheting off the hood of the vehicle, uh, passing through the vehicle, uh, striking the already damaged and pitted concrete or an asphalt around you, sending sprays and chunks up and about here and there, but none of the bullets strike you. The engine block is a good place to be behind. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's see here. There's still a few more gangers. And uh, let's see here. Uh, let's say two more of them are taking shots at you uh, with submachine guns now. So make, um, this is again, six round bursts. I'll say one of them's firing a six-round burst, another one will fire a ten-round burst. So make a defense test at minus three, and then another one at minus um, seven. That's uh, you, Garrett. Sorry about that. Uh, my cord got unplugged. Um, five for the first one, and three for the second one. Oh, good God. Aren't you taking your modifiers? What's that? Aren't you taking your penalties? Uh, Yeah. 
and you don't get shot. <laughs> Bolts are spraying all over the place. Oh, no. There are some that like kind of catch the um, kind of outer edges of your armor and uh, you kind of deflect off here and there, but you are unhurt. Sigh. Uh, Courtney, I think your battery's dead. Just heard a hiss there. She said, I mean, congratulations. I suppose I do mean that. I'd like to do some damage. Something besides the ice cream truck. You sh I was just going to say, you shot the ice cream truck, man, with a missile. <laughs> they shot the ground in front of it. All right, so that's it. They go. There's the Spirit of Man and then Tony. The Spirit of Man, does that have orders? Not yet. Okay, so Tony, your turn. I'm stopping and taking cover. Okay. And on 13, yep, uh, one of the gangers does something. And then uh, Nina on 12, which she's getting replacement batteries for her microphone. It's the one drawback to having a wireless mic. It's the uh, transmitter pack. It's batteries. So oh, uh, we'll, we'll go to Voss for now. Uh, what are you doing, Voss? I'm staring at horror out the window at all these gangers who are filling the car I'm in with uh, lead. And uh, scrambling out the same uh, door that Garrett climbed out of at the top of the initiative round. Taking cover myself with a simple action, and then with the last simple action, ordering my spirit of man to use its accident power on the four people that are shooting at Garrett, as well as the two people with uh, missile launchers. Okay, I'll go ahead and roll the accident power. And it's versus uh, reaction plus intuition for them. Er, wait, sorry, don't bother rolling the accident power. Okay. Yeah, I think this round the spirit would need to manifest. Yep. Um, okay, um, uh, Nina, what are you doing? you have Mike back yet? Yeah. All right, good. What are you doing? Okay, um, if I understand correctly, uh, Holmes and I were picked up by um, Garrett. Yeah, you're in uh, Garrett's car, which he's pulled which is, up right yeah. close to the gangers, and they're con basically spraying the entire area with lead. Got it. And they fired a missile past you back towards the ice cream truck. Okie dokie. The cars turn off like Swiss cheese. I don't think we're going to yeah. get the deposit back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will follow Voss's lead and crawl out that direction. Um, I would like to uh, jump down and run like parallel a ways, preferably behind cover, and try to find a good uh, nest to sit in. I don't have my grappling hook, so I can't right, get up. Um, so, sounds like you should observe, observe in detail. Okay. And what is your agility? Seven. Okay. Yeah, you can easily get to position if you find one. Give me a perception test. One, two, three, four, five, six hits. Okay. Yep. You spot a nice uh, all-metal, thick metal dumpster you can probably get to and take cover behind. I will do so. All right. You run up and take cover. That's your action. Uh, next pass, Billy Joe, your turn. You are inside the steel links. Okay. Did you roll Although, initiative for your drones? Of course I did not. That would have been... Uh, <laughs> so that's um, 6 plus 4d6, and then basically they'll be acting second pass as well. Okay. Let me roll they that launched. Real quick. They don't really have any other orders right now, other than to launch! Ooh. Why do I see one of the, some of these gangers going, Ooh! Paul! <laughs> <laughs> don't be a hater now. Well, look at it this way. If they're shooting at your drones, they're not shooting at us. So while your drones will go on 13, they really won't do anything because they've already launched and they're waiting for orders. So but it might since I go not hurt first, to spend a simple action to give them orders. Exactly. Then they'll, 
they are ordered to engage the gangers and seek cover after firing. Okay. Uh, roll a number of dice equal to the pilot rating times two. Pilot rating is three, so got uh, two hits. Okay. They understand the instructions. And uh, you have a simple action left. I am going to put a, a six-round burst into the guy that shot a missile at the ice cream truck. Okay, so you go hopping out of the vehicle and uh, open fire with your steel links, I imagine? Yes, I do. All right, what kind of shot are you taking? Six-round burst. All right, so if your movement take a minus two... Uh, range is going to be still short, so you're good there. So just minus two to your dice pool. Okay. Oh, look at that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten hits. Sweet. What's the accuracy? Oh, let's see what the accuracy is. The accuracy in an Ultramax HMG2 is... I should save it down here somewhere. Uh, I don't see where it says accuracy. That's something that should be written on here. Right? Um, yeah, it's one of the primary stats of the weapon. What's the weapon again? HMG, uh, Ultramax HMG2, heavy machine gun, outer running gun. Yeah, I'm, I'm using Chummer here, and it doesn't have an accuracy stat. Oh, yeah, Chummer doesn't have stats built in because, um, well, it's not officially licensed, so they don't want to violate copyright. Okay, well, I'll just look it up real quick. I believe it's a four or five. It was a rather low uh, accuracy weapon. It's got a smart link, though. Accuracy 6. With the smart link? Yeah, I think it had a base accuracy without the smart link rolling 4. Okay, so, so you get to keep hits. 6 of those hits. What's the total damage? Total damage is 17p minus 4 AP. Hey, since he's a rigger, does he get a bonus on the uh, accuracy? Ooh, they have a rating nope. of my deck, right? Yeah, yeah, Cliff, yeah. Nice or try. Not. Hey, we're always going to try. Better luck next time. Remember that really disgusted sound of disappointment you had in your voice earlier when you didn't shoot anybody yet? That's what, <laughs> that's what my voice sounds like now. Oh, yeah. He's, um, he takes lots of damage. He's dead. Go ahead and describe your kill shot. Oh, I, you know, he had that missile launcher and he was getting ready. To, he was putting another missile in to shoot this beautiful ice cream truck again and he took a six-round burst into the missile that he was holding and feeding into the back of the tube, and it kind of blew up. And his top of his, let's say the top of his body and torso just got vaporized. All right. Motorcycle parts flying everywhere. Nice. Next is the Rotodrones. They're going to take some shots and then drop behind cover. Go ahead and make attack rolls for them, but at minus two, because they're kind of moving to take cover after they shoot. Okay. What kind of shots are they taking? Uh, two of them have the Defiance EX Shocker, so it's a single shot. Okay. I'm trying to find an attack rating on here. Would it be the piloting? It's a pilot rating plus if they have the targeting auto soft for their weapon, which they probably don't because you're using your deck to boost your signal right. to not lose your fly spy, so just roll their exactly. pilot rating. Okay, they're rolling three dice. So the first one gets one hit. They're shooting at the same target, and the second one gets two hits, and it's uh, 9S. Okay, you easily avoid those attacks. Okay. And there's another one, the sniper drone? Uh, the sniper drone with the heavy weapon max. Yeah. What kind of shot is he taking? Uh, let's say a six-round burst. Can I edge these? Nope. 
because I'm not right. Okay. Uh, two. Are you, can they do suppressing fire? Uh, they can, but they're not ordered to. They're trying right. direct shots. Okay. Uh, yeah, two hits with a six-round burst. Okay. Uh, hits with two net hits. What's the damage? Uh, two net, so that would be 13p minus 4ap. All right, so that's 10 damage. It's enough to just drop this one. Good. Then, uh, Garrett, it's your turn. It is a target-rich environment. There's <laughs> still one dude up with his, his a missile launcher. There's, uh, looks like three guys up who each have, um, uh, like, light machine guns, and another four guys up who each have some machine guns. Three out of the four of those last ones I mentioned shot at you. Well, I'm going to have to go with uh, priority targets. That, uh, take out the guy with the biggest gun, so I'm just going to aim for the guy with the uh, missile launcher and just put him down. Six round burst right into him. Curses. Okay. So he's minus five to his defense. They already used their one group edge to shoot at you. Didn't injure you, for Pete's sake. Talk about a hang-up. <sighs> just going to have to use more bullets next time. Okay, I got... This will make you feel any better. I only got three. All right, you get two net hits. What's the damage in AP? Eight, 10P minus five AP. I went shopping during the off time. Okay, uh, looks like he's still up. That's... Well, I got his... Actually, uh, no, you dropped him, but just because he's knocked down. Ah! Well, I do what I can. Cool, Doc, so we're getting out here. No, just type the letter. Alright, so Spirit of Man acts. Uh, does it have orders yet? Yeah, to uh, use confusion on four of the guys that uh, attack Garrett and two of the guys with the missile launchers. Only one of them is still around, though, I think. Okay. Then, uh, oh wait, I skipped Holmes. Holmes, your turn. To do with the missile still up? Yes, he is. Well, actually, he got knocked on his ass, but he's still um, conscious. That's alright. Uh, I'm going to have him uh, launch the missiles at uh, some of his compatriots, because he just realized that they're all the enemy. He's surrounded by the enemy. <laughs> uh. Alright, and um, what's the force of that spell? I cast it at a force 7. Okay. The gangers go, uh, let's see here, there's, um, there's, uh, let's see, three of them are shooting at Garrett, so let's see, this is your, starting with your fifth defense roll, so minus four, plus the six round burst, so you have to start at minus nine, so make defense test at minus nine, minus ten, and minus eleven. Garrett, I'll get you yet. <laughs> I have and the little dog, too! <laughs> no, not saying. Bucky. Start saying you're as bad as Kenji. <laughs> right, what'd you get, Garrett? Uh, Garrett, hello. Yeah, sorry about that. Dogs are climbing all over me. I had to throw them off. All right, what's going on? You need to make three defense tests. One's at mi- one at minus nine, one at minus ten, and one at minus eleven. As uh, gangers are sending a lot of lead in your direction. Eep! Hold on. Okay, um, three, three, and zip. All right, you managed to dodge the bullets from the light machine gun that blasts away at you, and the submachine gun blast just peppers the ground around you, spraying up more bits of concrete and asphalt. However, the third blast uh, comes from a submachine gun of a ganger who manages to line you up dead on, and uh, all the bullets nail you center mass. Make a uh, body plus armor test with the armor at minus one. 
Oakley. And what is the armor rating at minus one? Uh, my, I got an armor rating of 16. Okay, so it's stun damage if you take damage. Okay. Seven total. Alright, you take six points of stun damage. The bullets are just slamming into your body, knocking the wind out of you. Okay, I'm uh, activating my uh, pain editor and uh, <laughs> setting it to stun. Alright. So the Spirit of Man goes, it uses its confusion power, was it? Correction, damage compensator, but same thing. Yep, it doesn't take an action. Spirit of Man, what power was it using? Boss? Sorry, accident. Oh, yes, use accident yes. again? Okay. Yeah, Noted, it doesn't work. Plus intuition. And I got four successes. They roll a reaction plus intuition. If they get no successes, it's a critical glitch. If they get any six, if they get less than four successes, it's a glitch. Otherwise, nothing. Yeah, but if there's a spirit using guard power, it just takes another service off. Yep. All right, then, um, Tony, it's your turn. So I've uh, stopped my bike and taken cover. Yep. Uh, you see I Garrett am... getting riddled with bullets. That's normal. He does uh, much worse for wear. Been hit. <laughs> that was neat, on the other hand. Yeah, that would be normal. Sorry, <laughs> Actually, no Garrett, yeah, what is your physical limit? Mine? Yeah. Seven. Okay, you're still on your feet. Um, I'm pissed. That's normal. All right. Is how exactly? So I know Garrett uh, probably like drove that car up and got close. How close is he to those gangers? Like we'll say about five meters away. Okay. So when I fire off my grenades into that area, I'm gonna have to be careful not to have him be in that. Okay. So you'll have to fire them more or less past the gangers to catch the gangers, but not him. But the gangers won't be fully within the closest point. It won't be ground zero, is what I'm saying. Right. Uh, what kind of gear is Garrett wearing? Is he in... No, he's not going to be wearing... Um, he's just got his normal officer armor, right? No, I've got... Uh, I'm not wearing uh, Lone Star stuff. This is uh, my own personal uh, stuff. Right. But he's not wearing, like, you know, fancy military grade or, like, full body armor or anything like that. No. Yeah. That's because he's not wearing full body armor. It probably doesn't matter. All right, so give me a attack roll. Your grenade test is it thrown or launched? Uh, grenade launcher. Okay, heavy weapon test then. Uh, I have four hits. All right, you put it right where you want it. Um, it'll be. It's a Neurostun uh, Ten gas grenade. Okay, so you'll be able to catch. Um, go ahead and give me an edge test. Everybody hold their breath. <laughs> it's contact and inhalation. Yep. I'm just seeing how many of them happen to be within the blast radius. I have two hits on an edge test. All right, so you happen to catch four of them within the blast radius. Um, Holmes, give me an edge test. Holmes? Yep. Any? Alex? Hey, I'm awake. What's up? Edge test. Ooh, roll these dice again. Yeah. I got a one and a five. Okay, well, it's not a glitch, and it's a hit, so your mind-controlled dude is not one of the ones that happens to be within the area of the gas grenade that Tony fired off. Woo! And it's now his turn. He's going to fire a missile into the middle of all his buddies. All those all bastards. Awesome pop! 
You fraggers! You betrayed me! Never mind that he's within the blast radius, too. Um, anyway. Big explosion. <laughs> Gangers flying everywhere. And parts thereof. Cats and dogs living together. <laughs> It'll be mayhem. Yeah, we'll say um, they're all pretty much toast. Um, that said, uh, Officer Garrett, give me a um, damage resistance test at minus two to your armor. Ouch. This will be physical damage. Yeah. Anybody who is still in your vehicle can make a damage resistance test. Um, what kind of vehicle is that? I think everybody got out. Not me. I wasn't able oh, to make it out. Oh, that's right. Neither did Voss. Yeah, no, he did. I took cover. Oh, you did, didn't you? Yep. Yeah, I followed him out. Oh, yeah, Voss, actually, you're making the same damage resistance test that uh, Garrett is, because you're outside the vehicle taking cover there. Nina, you moved away. I did. Six. Um, Holmes, you're inside the vehicle, so you're actually getting uh, 10x, or what kind of vehicle is it? Not really specified. It was a, quote, Lone Star uh, unmarked, so... Let's just use the Fort America stats, then. Yeah. How much damage are we looking at? Depends on how many hits you get. I got three. And what's your armor? After the minus two, my armor is 12. Yeah, I'm looking mine up right now. Um, yeah, so, um, Holmes, you get a uh, bonus of six armor on this test, but you're also at minus two. And we'll just call the vehicle toast. Oh, I may be burning edge again. Okay, sorry. Uh, let's go to the list here. Garrett, how many hits do you get? I got six total. But I've also got toughness and uh, bone lacing and uh, you know pretty good armor and all that jazz. Okay, you take eleven points of physical damage. Whoa! Ow! Um, Maxwell, what did you get? I got three hits. All right, you take fourteen points of physical damage. Uh, I'm then... down, <laughs> officer down. Officer actually, down. no. Um, sorry. Um, uh, Voss, what's your armor rating with the minus two? Twelve. Yeah. Okay, it's physical. Alrighty, I am permanently spending a point of edge to not be dead. Okay, yep, you are blown away from the explosion, and uh, you're horribly mangled, but not dead. You are unconscious, though. And then next would be, um, I guess, Holmes. What did you get for your hits? Out of all those dice, I got two. Okay, what's your armor rating? Plus six, but minus two? Thirteen. Good God, uh, you just took 15 physical. And there goes that point of edge I just bought. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, but you were blown out of the vehicle as well and sent flinging and rolling and jumping and bouncing and skipping away no. from the uh, exploding car. Uh, so yeah, Garrett goes down, uh, Holmes goes down, Voss goes down, Nina, you're really glad you got out of that vehicle. Ah. Uh... Fortunately for you, all the gangers go down. Okay, so there's nobody shooting our way. I'm gonna run over to the first one of our party that has been flung from said vehicle and uh, try first aid. Okay. Provided there's no one gonna shoot my head off. Quick glance, I'm good. Go heal somebody. Okay, yeah, but you guys are able to stabilize the, the people who are severely injured. Oh Though I guess, shit. um,. Garrett, you didn't spend edge, so um, I guess Nina, give me a first aid test on him. See if you stabilize him. Can I assist? Make it a teamwork test? Are you shooting him with your drone or something? 
My drone's got the lead medical skills, my Yeah, brother. trauma patch. Yeah, no need to do that. Trauma patch is faster. Right, wireless trauma patch slap. He's yep. stable. Yeah, I. Uh, it took me right to the limit. I did no Damn. overflow. Yeah, I don't know that. I'm not taking the time to look, so... <laughs> You're the first one, so you get my trauma patch. I only have one moving along. You know, I don't know in character they spend edge, so I'm gonna do my thing. Yeah, turns out high explosive missiles are kind of nasty. Kind of. Yeah. I'm scavenging any that may be uh, laying around, because I'm uh, keeping them. I'm letting the guy who drove right up to the people with the missiles. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it uh, was great until somebody mind-controlled the ganger to shoot the missiles at his buddies. <laughs> All right, keep in mind it takes uh, about 10 minutes for the nearest unten to clear from that area. Unless the high explosive thing really just burnt it all up. We'll say it, it's pretty well dispersed at this point. There's been explosions and stuff. Um, you guys hear distant sounds of fire... Well, not distant, but you know, relatively close sounds of firefights uh, going on nearby as you're stabilizing and attempting to revive your fallen comrades. And uh, we'll go ahead and call that a session, I think. About a quarter till here, 20 till, close enough. Yeah. Is there any Did chance that Buckner got caught by this blast? <laughs> no, no, Buckner he was back the with the ice cream truck. There was a chance he got caught in the blast before, but the ice cream truck is far enough away that um, it's safe from this blast. Damn it. Oh, yeah. I so. want to send a message to the uh, Buckner. Buckner, you better not be eating my damn ice cream. Excuse me, my fragging ice cream. <laughs> he sort of like looks up with the ice cream sandwich hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> Expect. Nope, nope, we're good. <laughs> and then Bucky sticks his head up with three more in his mouth. Huh? Roll, Reggie. So, did we need another trauma patch? Uh, I don't know. It Definitely depends the on people the people who burn edge. I'm gonna say are stable. Okay. For but in bad shape. We, we don't know so. that. <laughs> well, the med kids will tell us so, or no. Uh, yeah, if you take the time to try to stabilize them with the med kit, they're yes. stable. Okay. Just um, really close to being dead. So trauma patch on the one med kit, find out he's stable, disconnect, run to the next guy, assuming no one else has got to him first. So and so. Wow, I've like eaten three edge in this campaign so far. Only there's that 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 sinister yeah. sigh of um, what was it? Regret. <laughs> I managed to take down my Garrett, though, so hey, that's a plus. So here's a question. Is Holmes, like, dead? Well, he's just severely fragged up. You're essentially, um, you, he burnt Edge, so he's at, um... One now. And he's he... essentially filled up his overflow, but not dead. And Voss, too. Yep. Yeah, they're both pretty messed up. I just want to go on record as saying, as soon as Garrett, if so... Garrett finds out that Holmes was responsible for that, he and, uh... <laughs> They're going to have some words about, you know, things like blast radius. He doesn't know what the gang is going to do. Anyway, the dips are down. Yeah, actually, I know we, like, quit the session at this point, but once everybody is stable, and, uh, I don't know, are it, did we call for backup at this point? Are we yes. on a sanctioned mission here? Okay. So once they're in a safe place, I'm going to go back in shooting. Yeah, straight up. After I recover some of those missiles and a launcher, stuff them in one of the ice cream truck freezers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and stop the recording here, but uh, pick up uh, pretty much right from this point next time.
Topps Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Topps Company Inc. has granted permission to the Arcology Podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Arcology Podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in this podcast are the property of their respective owners. Original content of the Arcology Podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. So if you use any part of the show, please give us credit.